2: It's time to strap our boots on This is a perfect day to die Wipe the blood out of our eyes In this life there's no surrender And there's nothing left for us to do Find the strength to see this through Ones who will never be broken With our final breath We'll fight to the death We are soldiers We are soldiers
0: For coming to Bard's Logic Political Talk, part of the growing conservative conversation and part of the Patriot Journalist Network. And you can find the Patriot Journalist Network by going to www.patriotjournalist.com. And in these times, we definitely do need to stand shoulder to shoulder against everything that is being thrown at us from our government and beyond. And what I mean by beyond is the global government uh, that they are working on. Uh, now, if we had something that could be for the good of the people of uh, the United States and the world, perhaps that would be something uh, worthwhile. But unfortunately, it's more about the controlling us than being something that's best for the world and its people. And tonight we have Christine Timmon on. And we have her again as our guest, and we're pleased to have her on. And so if you're out there and you want to chime in, give us a call at 347-945-7428. And we'll get you into the show so you could join our roundtable discussion. And, of course, you're on Bard's Logic Political Talk. Once you are in the show, uh, you are welcome to stay and be a part of the show. And, of course, uh, remember, this is your show, The People's Show. And as part of We the People, it is important for you to stand up and be heard. Your voice does matter. So call in with your thoughts on the issues of today and call in. And as I said, you stay on the line. And you can be part of our show. And I already see some folks who have called in. And so if you'd like to chime in, press the 1 on your number dial. And uh, even though it may take some patience, I will get you in. And remember, once you're uh, in, you are in the show for the rest of it if you like. And so well, we do have our guest on the line, Christine. Thank you very much, Christine. Thank you for calling to the show. How are you tonight?
3: Well, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing very well, I might add, because... I have spent 20 years on behalf of the citizens of the United States of America to try to find out why we're living in such a way that's causing us to be destroyed. i discovered what it is is nothing but a word war. That's all it is. What they've done, they've put billions of words of lies to the public that are not in the U.S. Constitution and what this has caused, this has caused people, every time people open their mouth, they'd be destroying themselves. Like last week I was listening to the show, and one of the persons that was running for office, he was just destroying himself. Everything he said about what the Supreme Court did and all that, that's not even in the Constitution. So you've got to understand, Article 6, Clause 2, what I'd like for people to do tonight is kind of bear with me tonight. I need you now to pull up Article 6, Clause 2 on your computer or get your get your handbook out and read exactly what it says. It says all the laws of the United States shall be in pursuance of the U.S. Constitution in order to be a law. If it's not in pursuance of the U.S. Constitution, that law is an opinion law and has no power or authority whatsoever unless we have a corrupt government that tells you that it has authority. And the way they're able to do this now is they took the Constitution out of the schools, they did that uh, right. I guess about 50 years ago, when they started the U.S. Department of Education. Because see, back in the day, in the 50s and the early 60s and the 40s, everybody knew the Constitution. You, the things that we're living under now, all this destruction. The people coming over here, taking all of our money and all of our jobs, it couldn't happen because everyone knew the Constitution. No one would come across that border. Talking about, I got a baby in my belly and I want to check. Are you kidding? They would have been arrested at the border. A two-year-old could arrest them. So in order to take over America, they had to destroy the controller of America, the constitutional words if they could just get those words away from the citizens of the United States, just like Senator McCarthy said, he said the Democrats were going to find a way to nullify the Constitution and brainwash Americans to believe it's not even there. Then they could proceed with writing opinion laws that technically is nothing but a mirage. When they wrote... The Immigration Act of 1965 and all the laws that it spawned to destroy the state powers, when they did that, that was just their opinion. But they got away with it because they had already handpicked judges that would let them do this. Senator McCarthy in 1957 arrested those judges, every one of them, the entire Supreme Court, Justice Warren and his crew. The U.S. Marshals Because what did they do Just what they're doing now They're allowing Congress and the President To send laws to the people That are in the Constitution He died four months later I've always thought that was sufficient Soon as he died In 1957 The Democrats went on the wild Next thing we know the Cubans invading America, they allowed come, 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 the Cubans just to invade Florida, took over, didn't pay Florida one dime. They were supposed to give Florida, each of them, a state registration due and a state work fee do. If they didn't have it, they could have made arrangements as refugees. Oh no, the United States, oh don't give them nothing. Just take over. And that's now it's all over our country. The truth about this whole thing is the United States can't do that. Write this one down, people, so you can understand what I'm saying. It's Article Four, Section Four, Clause Two. Pull it up on your computer. Or get out your handbook And highlight it It says that the United States Shall protect each state from invasion If they bring people It's a federal invasion Which is treason Under Article 3, Section 3 The treason clause So these are things That are destroying America Not the Constitution Because they don't even know what it is When you call Congress No one those men answer those phones, and they sound like they are so official and such and such. And then you ask them about what Congress is doing when they add non-citizen entitlement to our federal budget as a debt. You can't do that either. Write it down or put it up on your computer. Open your book. It's Article One, Section 8, Clause 1. That's the the constitutional law to levy taxes for the welfare of America. They cannot make Americans pay a tax to non citizens like they're doing now. It's billions of dollars a day to millions of non citizens who are constitutionally ineligible. Under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1, they have to pay the money back. Now, when they first started doing this with the Cubans, the Democrats said it. They say, okay, we know we're not supposed to do this, but we're borrowing this money. It's a loan, and it will be paid back. But, you know, the end of that story, it's never happened. So, uh, you know, as I'm trying to tell the people, it's a word war. If you don't learn the correct words to to lose, we are just not going to make it. If you are waiting on Congress people to save you, forget about it. They're not going to do it. I've spent $5,000 this year going back and forth to D.C. with the 20-year New Gangway Study. Every word in it, every period and comma, is in the Constitution. They say they're not going to do it. They kind of told me that. Labrador's office, Trey Gowdy, Jeff Sessions, a bird, all of them, they just ain't going to do it. I've been there. I've been in their offices. They know me. When I call, hey, Christine, what's going on? Have y'all done something? No, well, they haven't done it yet. I told them two weeks ago, you can't put anything you give to a non-citizen, you can't put it as entirely for them as a debt. They did it anyway. Because they're not going to So I'll tell all you people We're going to get everybody on the line in a minute Because I don't feel like doing a lot of talking tonight Because it's useless to do a lot of talk When people don't know what you're talking about And this is why I'll ask you tonight When you uh, come on the phone Try to praise what you say like this try to say does the Constitution allow them to do such and such Or is such and such in the Constitution if it's not in there I'm going to tell you the clause That you look up to stop this is the only Way we're going to win the People we got to take the We got to take it back and it can Be done well people say how are you Going to do that I tell people You recall Congress oh, you,
4: can't, oh, you You can't do that
3: Yes you can Write it down people it's Article 1, Section 6. It's the and second
0: with that, call. And with that, uh, with that, Christina, and I did see someone uh, from my hometown uh, call in uh, with yeah. the area code uh, 513. Uh, they're not in the queue anymore, but if they're still out there listening, definitely give us a call. It would be yeah. interesting to hear from someone local. But we do have Susan on the line. And so hey, uh, we'll bring in Susan. Yeah, we're going to bring in Susan. And I believe she was on uh, last week as well. And then I've got uh, some questions, uh, too, regarding our topic for this evening. But first, let's uh, welcome Susan. And, of course, anyone else out there listening, whether you're listening uh, even through your cell phone, which I see uh, folks are doing it, uh, give us a call at 347-945-7428. And if you are listening to the show on your your cell phone, go ahead and text your friends with the link for tonight, invite or the call-in number, invite them to come in, too. If you're a Twitter user, just uh, copy and paste uh, tonight's title or the link and share it out with your Twitter friends and uh, have them come and join our show. Uh, So let's go ahead and bring in Susan. Susan, thank you very much for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
2: Hi, I'm fine.
4: Uh, I don't have a problem recalling uh, members of Congress, actually. I don't feel unless they're tested before uh, they take office. It's a constitutional test. I don't think they should be allowed to even uh, be part of Congress. I don't think the president should be president. I feel like they have to know the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. job, oh. Susan, Great, Great job. Now, she's making sense. Because there may be a
3: way, I'm researching that now There may be a way under the U.S. Constitution Where we can actually do this You see the way the Constitution is written If there's nothing written in the Constitution About the subject of Congress knowing the Constitution Then the state that they're in can require it Anything that's not written in the United States Constitution For the United States can be done by state, so what we would have to do as citizens, we would have to make sure that this we can probably put it up on your as a referendum to have the people to vote that anybody that wants to run for Congress in whatever state you're in, say the state of Ohio or I'm from Florida, you have to take a constitutional test. We, I'm going to research that because I think that's absolutely correct, Susan. And we need more people like you. Um, they
4: were providing an overview of the
3: legislative branch. Well, thank you. Yeah, you wouldn't have to. Like
0: you wouldn't yeah, to. Well, on, no, one at one at a time, ladies. One at a time. Oh, okay. Uh, go ahead, you Susan. Go ahead, what Susan. What I'm saying
4: is, you you wouldn't even have to recall them. If they did this before, they it's like um, Representative Simps- Mike Simpson from Idaho, he's Boehner's buddy, uh, the one I call an idiot, but my idiot. I <laughs> called him today and gave him all holy hell. Uh, he constantly calls this a democracy. And I told I said, do you think you know I Tell him, ask him. I said to the staffer, do you think you know more than Benjamin Franklin, really? He called it a republic. That's what it is. And I said, quite frankly, I'd love to debate him on the Constitution cause I, uh, or a lot of the politicians because I think I could win. I say mm-hmm. I I don't feel you should be elected to office if you don't know it. I mean, he can't even get that straight, calling us a democracy for pity's sake. Well, Susan, let me tell you, write this down. Article
3: 4, Section 4, Clause 1 says just what okay. you just said. It says the United States shall guarantee to each state a Republican form of government. So you're constitutional and you don't even know it. Anybody who calls this a democracy is not constitutional. They are unaware of it. When you say that, you're speaking your opinion To say that this country is a democracy is an opinion. If it's not in that constitution, it doesn't mean a thing. So now, when next time you, who did you say that was, whoever it was, when you call them back, give them Article 4, Section 4, Clause 1. So if you are running a government, let me tell you about how it works, because you guys don't know. When you get to Congress, it doesn't matter if you're libertarian, Democrat, whatever party, Green Party, Republican, you have to give the country a Republican form of government. Technically, when you get elected, the Constitution does not recognize parties. There's no such thing as a party in the Constitution. When you get to the United States Constitutional Congress, you have to do it as a Republican form, even if you're a Democrat. If you don't, then you are in violation of Article 6, Clause 2, and you can stand to be arrested under Article 1, Section 6, which we will talk about later. Okay. Mm hmm. I, I I like people like you that will listen to the facts, and I'm sure you've written that down. Of you've pulled up Article Four, Section One, uh, uh, Section Four, Clause One. You can see it for yourself. Republican form of government. What is that? The Republican form of government is everything they write got to be in Article Six, Clause Two. The controller clause, it controls every law in this country So what they've done, they've taken the most precious thing from our citizens of the United States They've taken the Constitution away so they can beat them with opinion laws Technically, everything we're doing now is a mirage It does not exist It doesn't exist If it's not in that Constitution, it's supposed to be nullified End of that story So we're being taken over By something that's not even there It's almost like watching Twilight Zone These laws don't exist But we're being forced to do it Because we don't know that these laws don't exist And that's why it's important For people like you to To spread these messages Because I'm only one person I'm doing pretty good around my state, but I, I can't do everything, and I, I am pretty much aware of uh, John Kasich running for president. He's one of my running buddies from the, uh, from the old days back when uh, he was in Congress. I know him very well, and I, you know, I've left him a few messages on his line, uh, but he he uh, hasn't contacted me again. And he got to be stronger. You got to be brave. You got to be brave enough to get up in the debate and say that Amendment 14 has nothing to do with immigration and nothing to do with anchor babies. And you got to mean what you say. These are the people we need. And so, Susan, you need to be running for Congress in your area because you're ready for
4: it. I think you could do it. Well, thank you. I just found the Guarantee Clause, the Heritage Guide, the heritage guide to the Constitution. I think that's the Heritage Foundation with... Um, mm-hmm. Jim, I can't think of his name, he was a senator, took over. Um, The United States government shall guarantee to every state in the shooting a Republican form of government and protect each of them against invasion and application of the legislature or of the executive, which legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. So, see, when they bring people here, they're committing a federal
3: invasion. They're supposed to be protecting us. But, see, we don't know this. They not, years ago, they made sure that, that we'd be on the radio trying to figure out how to save ourselves. If it wasn't for Newt Gingrich, I wouldn't be doing this. He he sent me to Thomas M. Cooley Law School for nine years to study the constitutional law to add that to what I learned in elementary school in the 50s. It's not going to do you any good to know what the clauses are if you can't tell what's going on in the courts. And in Congress. So now I know all of it, and I can tell our American citizens we're going to have to do it ourselves. We cannot count on either party. Now, I am a Republican. I got all kinds of gold seals and Bush and all of them, and, and uh, the Congress and John Casey and Dick Chrysler and. They ain't Quail, but that doesn't Mean I'm going to let them get away with This stuff, they ain't getting away with This, and I've told them today I talked to quite a few of the leaders out there Trey Gowdy, Burr Sessions, uh, the Lamar Smith, I told all of them Guys, I don't want to go Against you, but I got to Because see, what we have now People got to understand, Susan We don't even have a Congress What we have now Is an Outlaw congressional regime The meaning of a Regime is when Someone takes over the Official authoritative law Of a land and overthrows And does their own stuff that's Not written that's a regime The democrats did that 50 years ago They banished the constitutional Congress because, see back in the day Just about everything in Congress was all in the constitution But they didn't need to have that to happen because they wanted to take over. So they put the Constitution out to school and out your mind and gave you a lot of laws that's not true. It's all a mirage. But they're getting away with it because this new Republican Congress, even though most of them know better, unless, now, if their employees, the staff did not give them reports, the new gang was sent them. But I think they did. I just think... That they just simply do not want to do it, they want to do instead of nullifying this uh outlaw congressional regime. now the Republicans are the leaders of the outlaw congressional regime, even though when you read you just read the truth, you read you heard it say that they are supposed to do a republican form of government that gives them almighty. Power. They told me they don't want that power They actually told me that in several offices I said, don't y'all know? I said, can't you see Article 4? Can't you see that all you got to do is just write everything in the Constitution And overturn and nullify what's wrong Which means they actually can can nullify about 40 million votes Because these people are not really citizens under the Constitution, and they know it. They told me they're not going to. That's what I said. But if you don't do that, then you take a chance on balkanizing every other congressional election and presidential election. All they got to do, they're supposed to be have established, reestablished the naturalizing committee. That's Article One, Section Eight, Clause Four. Susan, you need to write that one down. They're supposed to do the naturalizing laws. The laws for bringing people here is Article One, Section Nine. That starts to pass the path to citizenship for non citizen. It's about ten clauses. But they don't wanna do that. They say they're going to keep doing it this way. They even did a sanctuary city. The Republicans. So we don't even have a Congress people. You might as well stay home. Those people are not Congress people. They are an outlaw congressional regime.
0: Uh, So We we do have some other callers on the line. If you'd like to uh, chime in, callers, push the one on your number dial, and they will let me know uh, that you would like to get into the show. And then once I see the button, uh, shortly afterwards, I will uh, do a little call screening and uh, get your name, and uh, we'll get you into the show. Uh, But for anyone else listening out there who'd like to be a part of our roundtable discussion, give us a call at 347-945-7428, and we'll get you into the show. Uh, So let's go ahead and bring it back to you, Susan, and then we want to hear uh, a little bit from our friends at the Patriot Journalist Network. Uh, But before we do that, uh, Susan – uh go ahead.
4: Uh I wanted to get that down again what she said about which the last article what what it was. Article was 1 sectional.
3: Oh, oh, the one.
4: naturalizing clause.
3: It's Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4. It says Congress shall have the power to establish uniform naturalizing. Here's what happened to that. The Democrats handpicked some judges that told them that they could start doing immigration under that clause, even though you don't see the word immigration in it. That means they really can't do it unless somebody does it by force, like they've done. What they're supposed to be doing, write this one down. Article 1, I know you can pull it up or whatever, Section 9. It clearly says the migration, importation, which is bringing people to work of such persons is what any of the states now exist and shall think proper to admit. What happened, Congress tried to get the states to amend the Constitution and strike that word state and insert the word Congress and would no state do it. I never will forget it. It was some big old fights back then. So the courts say, well, if they don't want to amend it, do it anyway under the naturalizing clause. And I can prove it right now today. Google Christine Timmon and Judge James Kahn. I think there was 12. Uh, just Christine Timmon and Judge Kahn. You'll need the case number, and you will see him. His decision was it's long been understood that the United States has the power over immigration under Article One, Section 8, Clause 4, the Naturalizing Clause. Biggest lie ever been told. The judges are still doing it today as we're speaking. They're still doing it they supposed to be Republicans know this now They're supposed to When they first took over They were supposed to return Immigration power back to each state To do it individually Like 10 clauses in the Constitution say so The backup clause for it Is Article 6 clause 2 If it's not in the Constitution For the United States They got It has to be done the way it says if the Constitution say that they're supposed to give this to the state And then Article 3, Section 3, the treason clause say That if you don't do it and you give aid and comfort to the enemy is treason Then you go over to the amendments 10 says if it's not written for the United States It belongs to each state respectively of the people Number 11 supports it It says if you are a citizen or a subject of a foreign state You can't sue any of the United States in federal courts The federal judge says so what we're going to do it anyway What they did to Arizona they couldn't do it But they got away with it Amendment 14 we all know now that's the jurisdiction Dictional clause it has nothing to do With a birthright for, for anchor Baby mama stuff it tells You in two parts the first Part says all persons Born or naturalized And subject to the Jurisdiction there are, are Citizens so if You are from Venezuela Or wherever you from you're Under clause three it Says the state shall not deny Anything to any person in Its jurisdiction so if you come here, you're under jurisdiction of another country. According to Amendment 11 and 10, you gotta be under state power. And you, can, if you take a case to federal court against a state, the state, the federal court can't hear that. They're supposed to remand it back to state court. And if you lose at the Supreme Court level of the state, you might as well go to another state because you're done. But they don't do that anymore.
0: And at this point, what we need to do is because uh, I do see it at the bottom of the hour, as we are getting here from our friends at the Patriot Journalist Network.
5: You're not just listening Wait, to a your show, you're part of the powerful voice of the conservative conversation on Blog Talk Radio. Nothing worthwhile has ever been accomplished without teamwork. PJNet invites you to help make a difference by adding your voice to the team, grassroots conservatives working together to take our country back. To find out more, check out the PJNet hashtag and visit our website at PatriotJournalist.com. Let PJNet add our muscle to your hustle.
0: Definitely, folks! check out the Patriot Journalist Network by going to www.PatriotJournalist.com. And there's a couple things uh, you can do here for the show. As uh, you can see here on Blog Talk Radio, you have a little follow button where you can follow the show where you can get uh, email updates, as well as contact me, the host, by going to www.barslogicpoliticaltalk.com and then check out the contact page where you can send me messages about the show, maybe some guests or topics that you would like to discuss, or if you'd like to become a part of the email list, uh, do that as well, and we'll get you on the list. Also, if you are a Facebook user, then we also have a page on Facebook. Just go to the search engine and find where it says Bards Logic Political Talk. Check it out. We have also some links here uh, where you can find it. Uh we'd appreciate like the page. We even have a, a little group that we have uh on Blog Talk. I mean I'm sorry on Facebook as well. And then also you can uh find us on Twitter as well. Uh actually it's uh, my Twitter, but you can go ahead and put in to your followers the title of the show tonight if you're on there now let's go ahead and take some time to do that or you go to twitter and put the title of the show and the link so that your followers can uh, you know see what uh, you're listening to as well and perhaps uh, join us at some time to uh, so do that uh, while you're waiting to get into the show and you're listening to uh, tonight's program really appreciate it so there's plenty of ways to get involved uh, because i said uh, earlier Remember, this is your show, the people show, but, of course, as part of We The People, it is important for you to stand up and be heard. And so realize your voice does matter, so we'd really like you to call in with your thoughts of the issues today. And so let's go ahead and bring it back to our guest, Christine Timmon, and then we're going to bring it to you, Susie, uh, Susan, and then uh, other folks who are on the line to like to chime in. Just push the one on the number dial, and we'll get you in. Let's go ahead and bring it back to you, Christine.
3: Well, you know, uh, what I'd like to say now is Americans are concerned about why so many American companies leave here for foreign lands. When you read what Donald Trump has to say, he said, we got to try to find a way to stop inversion. Inversion is when that happens, when our countries leave. And so he want to know why it happened. I sent him about six certified letters telling him why it happened. If they're in America, they're going to be financially slaughtered by Congress and the United States tax laws that they're forcing on Americans by sending billions of dollars a day to millions of non citizens for expensive $150,000 student loans. Anchor Baby Mamas is living $2,000 a month apartments with Section 8, about a thousand. Anybody can come across the border and walk up into any one of our medical concerns and get everything for free. This is what's running off the job. They either have to go offshore somewhere, you going somewhere, or you going out of business. Look at all of our entertainers who are in prison right now for a tax debt that they don't really owe. People, look at this again. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1. It clearly says that the United States can only levy taxes for the welfare of America if you are not in the jurisdiction of the United States by a constitutional naturalizing. They can't give you one dime except by force. So technically, they're stealing it. And I told them two weeks ago, before they did that national budget stop to shut down, I said, please, do not include the billions of dollars a day that you give to millions of non-citizens as a debt in the budget. They did it anyway. And the Republicans, they did it anyway. Why did they do it? Because American citizens have been fed a lie that we have to give them money when the Constitution says just the opposite. There's about six ways in the Constitution that it tells you you can't do that. Article 4, Section 2 clearly says each citizen of the United States Is entitled to all the privileges and of all the several states Nothing in there has One word about Non-citizens The word citizen is mentioned about 22 times in the Constitution As having some right or power There's about 12 things in the Constitution In the clauses that disses Non-citizens they can't get nothing. They have absolutely no federal rights except the one that the courts and Congress is forcing on us. They're just beating the stuffings out of us, and we don't, we don't know any better. You know, I, I, I met with some people today and they just sitting there. After you just going to sit there and let them do this, we got to get up where well, there's nothing we can do. Yes, you can. First you thing you do, you start reading what the truth is, and then you're going to start getting a little bit upset, a little bit hot under the collar. See, they don't get hot in the collar now because they don't know that this is not the truth. I've had many, many of people, when they learn the truth, they want to do stuff really bad. The way you can't do that. You can't get up guns. Now, you can't do that. What we got to do, we got to try to teach America that we can beat them. We can take Article One, Section 6, that one there, that's kind of like the recall clause for Congress. What it says is in the second clause, it says each of, put it up, people, Article One, Section 6, Clause 2. It doesn't have it numbered. That's the one that tells you how they're compensated. And in the middle, it starts saying each of them is privileged from arrest, except for treason, felony, or breach of the peace. In their session and going to and from, and in a speech and debate and in other places. As long as they didn't commit them three they can't be arrested. But everything they do is treason. When you <laughs> write a law and pass a law that's not in the constitution, I'm sorry. It is treason. Write it down. And let's go ahead and, bring the,
0: and, and let's bring it and let's bring it to our topic, uh let's go ahead and bring it to our topic in the title for tonight. And that is, are uh, the presidential candidates focused on the Constitution? And first, I'm going to bring it over um, to Susan to bring her back into the conversation. And then uh, we'll get your response on what Susan says on what her thoughts. Uh, and I'm going talk about the presidential candidates, both Republican and Democrat. I know last mm-hmm. night, uh, I thought my head was going to explode because I was watching, first, when I went from work, so I was listening to the um, – uh, now, let it be known, I am an independent, but – this, mm-hmm. listening to the uh, Democrat uh, debate on the radio on the way home from work last night And then watching the last, I guess, about half hour or so of it uh, I just thought my head was going to pop off And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'll be spending many hours uh, mulling over uh, the recording that I did of the debate Because next week we will be doing analysis of the uh, Democrat debate So looking forward mm-hmm. to that uh, I'm not really looking forward to spending all those hours getting us some audio clips uh, for us to listen to the debate and so we can make uh, commentary and analysis on it. However, you know, that's what I'll have to do. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that will be next uh, Wednesday, uh, the 21st. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. It should be fun, even though my head might be blown up before then, uh, just, you know, watching that over and over again. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and bring it over to uh Susan. And then after that, we do have Ed on the show. On the line, and he's our NT Federalist friend, so we'd we'll like to get his take on everything here. And then, if uh, anyone else out there, if uh, you just uh, called in, if you'd like to chime into the show, press the one on your number dial, and we will get you into the show. And then, anyone else listening out there, especially if you're uh, you know, learning a lot, folks are starting to listen live, even through their cell phones, uh, just give us a call at 347 945 7428. Perhaps text to your friends uh, that you're on the radio, and they can join us. But let's go ahead and bring it over to you, Susan. Now, do you think uh, any of the presidential candidates focused on the Constitution, whether that be the Democrats, which we know that's doubtful, uh, but there may be one in there, or uh, uh, the Republicans? What, what are your thoughts, Susan?
4: Oh, uh, I'm laughing. <laughs> um... No, I I was surprised. I really thought Sanders would fight Hillary's head off, but they all seem timid. They're just kind of cowering to her. And um, oh my gosh, it was like of, a
0: love fest for Hillary last night. Go ahead.
4: Uh, yeah, I I was just shocked. And I called him today and I ranted and raved. I said, you know, I have defended you a few times because you believe in the, you. Uh, you fought against the TPP and the NSA and the Patriot Act and all that. I said, but uh, no. I said, if you can't take on Hillary, if you can't, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I was stunned. Well, the I just, emails, what...
0: that's still important, I think. Go ahead.
4: Well, a lot of, you know, even some of the Democrats, some of the ones that were on there just said, well, it's just sort of like they all were timid when it comes to her. I don't know. Maybe threatened them. I mean, I, I have a videotape um about the dead bodies and uh it was really really fascinating and this tape this video has exposed that uh, even john jr they feel that he was taken out because he was going to threaten hillary she got he was going to run for that new york uh, was it senator or whatever it was that she got and uh i believe it's possible i mean if, who knows? I I felt all the way long a lot of them have to watch their back with her because she wants this and what she and Bill want as a the rule they get. Not always because they didn't get they gave it to Obama last time, but a lot of us were shocked because we thought that it was hers for the taking. And um, yeah, that's true. So I don't know this time what's going to happen. I would never, I would tell them all to watch their back. In truth, I I just don't trust her.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I was even seeing her on the podium no. thinking, I I, I, couldn't, I, could take, I couldn't take four years of Hillary Clinton. And I tell you what, if I had the resources, uh, if Hillary Clinton got to be the president, I'd move to Ireland. Um, not that I don't want to really do that <laughs> anyway, but maybe that would expedite things. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, so... Well, I, um, would, I, would, I
4: would never vote for uh, Jeb Bush either. No. There's some on the Republican side there. Rubio. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope.
0: So, and so, is there anyone uh, now? I've heard some people. You know, when I was uh, chatting with some folks on Facebook earlier to uh, earlier tonight, and, and posting on the show, is you know, some people are saying that the first person that popped up uh, when they said was Donald Trump. That he's actually one of the few, if not the only one, that's focused on the Constitution. Uh, do you agree with that? That he's the only one who's kind of focused on the Constitution.
4: Um. You know, I don't know how much in the Constitution he knows. Uh, it, everybody knows a little bit, but whether he... I've heard some things and know some things I don't like about him, and yet there's other things that he said that I agree with. So it's, he's an odd one to figure, very odd. So I don't know. I can't give you specific nope. answer. I'm just waiting. To hear more about him, I have not heard what the John Birch Society has said about him. I haven't read anything on that. I'm waiting to get um, some of their opinions because uh, they know a lot, and I, I want to know what they have to say before I judge too harshly or whatever. But I, Rubio, I, Christie, Jeb um none of them, no, they're they're rhinos or whatever, and they definitely. Uh, when it comes to the sanctuary disease, anchor babies, and all that, they definitely don't follow mm-hmm. the Constitution.
0: So what do you think, uh, Christine? Is there anyone that sticks out that may be following the Constitution and well, and those definitely that are not? And while you answer that, we'll I'm going to all... do a little spoon screening. And then after you, uh, Christine, we'll bring in Ed, and then we've got some other folks who like to chime in. Go ahead, Christine.
3: Rubio is an anchor baby He can't really run for office These are the things that people have to learn No one who got citizenship in the last 50 years Can actually run for president Because the citizenship is not even constitutional It has to be nullified As Ed loved to say I love Ed on that nullification thing Uh, Jeb Bush, same story, even worse Jeb Bush is even worse I live in his state The man thinks that immigration is about love Immigration has nothing to do with love Immigration (laughs) is That's what he said. Immigration is Article 1, Section 9. It says what the states think proper to admit and the people of the state. His wife is not even a citizen. She came here she did not. In order to be a constitutional citizen of United States, you got to follow the path to citizenship that's in that constitution. It starts with Article 1, Section 9. You must register with the state. And if you want to become a citizen, you must be sworn in in state court sworn in that swearing in document has to be sent to the naturalized department by the state to make sure it's accurately and not some fraud like we're doing now that's when you get a constitutional naturalizing now if you pull up uh, reason for revocation right now on your computer is going to be the Homeland Security website. It's going to tell you whatever you may have qualified to get your citizenship, if it is found that it's not attached to the Constitution, it can be revoked. The reason they have to do this now is because of the opinion mirage laws of the Immigration Acts that set up all this stuff for anybody to walk across the border and just be naturalized two hours later. But who does the naturalizing now? Foreigners have sold citizenship for two ninety five and up. Now let's move on to Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump is a private citizen. He is not an elected official. He is not a racist. When he said that them people from Mexico need to stop coming over here, raping up the women and children, he was not lying. It is not racist to say that. I had this argument two days ago with some, some immigrant, Mexican, whoever they were. Yo, he racist. I said, look, were well, the guys he talking about, were they Mexican? Yes. Yeah. I said, did the, the law say they right? Yes. Yeah. Well, how are you going to call that racist? And another thing you've got to understand, no foreigner has any constitutional rights whatsoever. The Constitution says you better not give them any rights. So he can call them anything he thinks he's big enough to call them. It ain't about racism. It's about citizenshipism. That's the reason they took it out of the Constitution. So you don't know that the Constitution says, citizen, 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 get everything power and rights. If you're not a citizen, you get nothing. And if the United States give it to you, it's treason under Article 3, Section 3. It's treason, and you are subject to arrest under Article 1, Section 6 if you do that, but you don't know it because they took it out. And insofar as what they say about Donald Trump hating women That sounds stupid as heck This man run about six beauty pageants Every one of his wives was extremely beautiful And when they left him Everybody left rich, and he never hit one of them. I don't get them saying that. Oh, I think because he said something to Carly Fiorina. Well, I think it might be because she ain't beautiful. I think it might be that you got to be beautiful. He don't like you. Something like or what she was saying didn't make any sense. So that's why he said (laughs) it. But he had the right to say that. And finally, with some contending she's a a liberal and
0: conservative clothing.
3: Yeah, well, you know, what they're saying about he doesn't like black people. Well, if you read his immigration reform on page two, he talks about how badly black people have been disadvantaged by Latino immigration. We used to have 70% employment. The reason we had that was because. The dark industrial states, Michigan, Ohio, Ohio, Illinois, New York, and Pennsylvania, we had all the patents for all the cars and the electronics and the telephone and stuff. That's why the jobs were there. They wanted to move these jobs out of areas where a lot of black people was, so they sent the Latinos the Mexico with drugs. I wrote a book about it with Congressman Dick Chrysler. It was a bestseller for almost two years in our area. It explained to you how they drugged every city in Ohio, Michigan, and Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York that had four GM or Chrysler. Two years later, all three of them were out of those states, and those those cities were devastated with drug wars. So you can't say that Donald Trump don't like black people. That's ridiculous. As many TV shows that he sponsors, most of the the black housewives shows is sponsored by Donald Trump and paid for by him. So I wish people would get their act together and understand he's just a citizen just like us, and look at how much money they're stealing from him. Every month he have to pay millions of dollars to taxes that he's not required by the Constitution to pay. Like everyone else, he's being forced. To pay these taxes He's trying to figure out a way To stop the federal government From doing this to people So he's one of us you may not like his hair, or you may not like the way he looks, but the man is serious about what he want to do to help America. And I know he doesn't know much about the Constitution, but don't nobody else know either. At least he had the nerve to stand there at the debates, and he talked them down on Amendment 14. I know he did because I sent him five certified letters on him. He got the last one on September 15th at 3:57. The next day, he stood there and told Jeff Sessions off. See, y'all didn't even know what he was doing. He was telling Jeff Sessions off. Jeff told him that the 14th Amendment was a birthright clause and anchor baby mama mess. And you see what he told us? No, it ain't. So you've got to look at Donald Trump in another way. He's not racist. The Constitution does not protect a race. All it is, if you are a citizen of the United States, I don't care what color you are, how I many teeth you got, whatever, you get everything. If you are not a citizen, Donald Trump can call you anything he think he want to call you because he ain't got no Constitution protection. protect you. He ain't no citizen. So that's what I have to tell these people down here where I live. Oh, they be telling me that. Oh, you're racist because you don't want us here. I say they ain't got no it's citizenship. is, And I have to hold my Constitution everywhere I go. With all these people You're not a citizen I ain't got to give you nothing So let's get another idea about Donald Trump He's just like us he, he he worse off than we are Look at the millions of dollars They're stealing from him every month To pay them people off So don't, don't don't be feeling hard about him He might be our only hope Because you see Rand Paul He ain't going to do nothing He already in Congress I know Rand very well They ain't thinking about doing none of this stuff I, they, they, I've been in the office. They, they ain't studying about helping us. And what's his name, Ben Carson? He don't well, know he
0: about. Not.
3: You know, none of them up there, none of the elected officials have any intention on saving America. They only want for themselves. They want to continue to running the outlaw congressional regime Stop thinking that you got a Constitutional Congress of America that's been dead years ago. There are a regime. they they forcing us with false words to do their bidding. we got to find a way to stop it. I think we need to start a petition drive in every district. And here's what you do with your petition drive. Before we hang up tonight, I'm going to give you the clauses, your ballot language, has to be everything that's in the Constitution. Don't write any opinions. Write, we are filing this petition to prevent any state or whoever you are, official elected in the United States or anywhere else, from writing any more laws against Article 6, Clause 2. Name every one of them. That's in your petition draft. Try to file it in federal court. Even if the court don't accept it, when the next election cycle comes around, Whoever is running for Congress, give them a copy of it, and if they run under that ticket, that's how you get rid of all the old people that refuse to to go there and save America. That's the only thing. That's our only hope and, now. We may have And no let's copy. go ahead. yeah
0: Well, uh, let's let, yeah, and let's go ahead and uh, bring another caller in. Uh, we've okay. got Ed on the line. Uh, he's our anti-federalist. It'd be interesting to hear. Uh, from Ed. Thank you very much, Ed, for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
5: All right. Um, I think that... Uh, yeah, we can, we can hear last, you
0: good now. Go
5: ahead. In the last 15 minutes, I heard more about the Constitution than I did in all the other debates put together. I wish you was up on the uh, debate floors with these people because they need a good dose of the Constitution. And we're not getting it on the debate floors, for sure. But I didn't expect to get it on the debate floors. Now, as an anti-federalist, they never wanted the Constitution ratified in the first place. They wanted to keep it at the state's rights level, decentralization of power. But they did give us the Bill of Rights, and the Bill of Rights is our main tool to fight them. And not that we shouldn't use the Constitution, but the federalists, the people in the central government, are not going to uh, cut down. They have 4.1 million employees now, and everybody that's running theres they're not going to cut those people down. They're just in there eating off our substance. That you know, and the anti fillets you know, warned us about this. This is what's gonna happen. You know, this government's gonna keep growing and growing and growing and big and it's gonna be as big or bigger than the British government and it has come to fruit. And these people that you think the Republicans and Democrats, there's no difference between them. They're there for their own substance to eat us out.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And the only way we can get it back is through states' rights and nullification. We have Mm -hmm. to work on nullifying laws, taking our precincts back, bringing back Mm -hmm. the grand jury and using the T jury and and using the anti-federalist method of, hey, we have these rights. We have the right to bear arms. We're not going to give them up. We have the right to free speech. They would love, if if anybody's going to take our speech off the Internet and anywhere else, it's going to be coming out of the federal government. It's not going to come out of some little Mm -hmm. state government. That's why we need 50 states deciding, not one D.C. ruling. We have to stand up and fight them, and we got to fight them at the state level first. Realize uh-huh. that these guys, they're not going to speak about the Constitution on these debate stages. It's a joke. Uh-huh. The federal government's a joke. The Republican Party's a joke, and uh-huh. the Democratic Party's a joke. They're all there uh-huh. for the money. They're all there uh-huh. for the fake Federal Reserve. No, we need to get back to real currencies in our own states and barter amongst ourselves and stand up for the people. And uh-huh. I like what Christine has to say, and... uh I just wanted to chime in tonight, but uh, I'm going to go head off and you can take me off the thing now. I'm going to listen and keep up the good work, Christine. i wish you sure up on the uh, stage debating these guys. Thank you.
0: So definitely, Ed. Well, yeah. You know, what we'll do is we'll uh, you know put the mic off and periodically, uh, and I give a little heads up. I will, uh, if you like. Uh, I will, you know, check back with you uh, and see if you know you'd like to you know chime in on of your points, okay, Ed? Yeah. All right, thanks. Okay, great. And so let's go ahead and uh, bring it back uh, to our roundtable. And we do have Sandy on the line. uh, But first we're going to go ahead and bring it back uh, to you, Susan, and then uh, we'll get uh, you back into our guest uh, tonight. And, of course, uh, that is you, Christine, and then we'll bring Susan in. And anyone else listening out there who'd like to chime in, just give us a call at 347-945-7428, and we'll get you on the line. And so let's go ahead and bring it over to you, Susan, and then uh, we'll go from there. Susan, go ahead. Uh,
4: yeah, you know about this thing with uh, Rubio and all of them not being eligible. I bet since they're running, I bet Arnold Palmer is not Arnold Palmer. Arnold Schwarzenegger is just having a fit because he wanted everything changed so he could run. <laughs> I might as well let him in there too, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, you know, and uh, might as well let Putin run for president. He's certainly better than what we have. <laughs> but um, seriously, when some of these people that have tried or would like to try uh, doing the right thing, you know, they get threatened. I mean, look at John mm-hmm. F. Kennedy. I wrote a I wrote a blog article: the last good president with him, and uh, look what happened to him, and well, I know Steve Simpson from Whitehall, they threatened to kill his son um, John Tower uh, Teresa has uh, husband Heinz, they got rid of them, uh, Larry McDonald the head of the John Birch Society after Welch they got rid of him with a plane that went over Russia they will take you out or threaten you in some way blackmail you whatever it takes. That's how Kennedy I got stuck with Johnson as his vice president was they blackmailed him but he had said enough. I'm not taking him next time. And he also wanted to bring back the uh uh gold dollar and anybody who does that they'll they'll off you. They they aren't gonna let you so you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of people under We'd like to think, and I believe there are some there that are sincere, but they know they will use things against them. They will threaten. Even the Clintons, when the New World Order, the Bilderbergers, all them, when he tried to tell about Obama being not really eligible, they threatened to kill Chelsea. And they all turned on their own in a heartbeat. So we... We can't expect. I'll eat dog! What? I just said, dog eat dog. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely, it's dog eat dog. There's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Bill Burke, daughter to Senator Monty Pierce here in Idaho, and she teaches Constitution and the a good friend of mine, a member of the John Burke Society also, and uh, part of their LDS. If he was on a mission or he was visiting, was a young man who was related to the Rothschilds. And he had become an LDS, and he said several members of my family were killed. And he said they might go after me. He said if you don't go along with their agenda of the new world order, your family member even, they'll kill you. So uh, it is dog eat dog. There's no honor among thieves or whatever. Mm.
0: Well, that's why I think we need the masses to be, you know, aware of these type of things because, you know, if you have a protection of the masses, you know, and you can, and they can be uncovered that these folks are doing these these types of things, you know, because people hear about them, they ignore it, and then, you know, they move on. Uh, but if, you know, these things are made aware uh, to majority, I mean, that could be a security in and of itself.
4: Yes, yeah, so I think we do, you know, but... We tried to warn people, even way back in the world well, of Robert Waltz started the John Birch in the late '50s. And I call him the Watchman on the Wall. We tried to warn people, and they just laughed at us. Republicans. Watchers us on the out. wall.
0: Is that a is, is that a Game of Thrones uh, analogy you made there?
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's really what I what I have called it. That's what I entitled my the watches on the wall, because we're, you know, like the... Uh, you know, in the old days, they had the people on the wall to... Uh, um, right.
0: No, okay. Warn, <laughs> so that's t- pre-Game of Thrones.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like the, I
0: like the show Game of Thrones for the most part, but go ahead.
4: I've got an a interesting thing for uh, Christine. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put their... Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights back together again.
3: Well, I have to disagree with you, my dear. It's never been apart, it's always been the same. You just don't know it because you haven't read it. In 50 years, see, when we were in elementary school, you could not go to any junior high school if you didn't know about 50. Every clause I've told you tonight, you might think I'm so super intelligent, but in the 50s, you get a whooping. If you didn't know, if she called on you or he, the, the principal, somebody called on you and asked you, what is Article One, Section 8, Clause 15, you better say, oh, um, that, that state Congress had the power um, to, to call for the militia, um, um, to execute the laws of the union with the Constitution, and and they supposed to suppress the insurrectionist people and, and the invading people. You better say it. If you didn't, you got a paddle in your hand. You got to go back to Donald Trump again. He told you on page two of the his uh, immigration reform about how blacks used to have seventy percent employment. We went to exclusive schools. All of our teachers were white, and you get your butt kicked if you didn't do what they said do. They paddle you in your hand if you refuse to paddle. Somebody would contact your parents. Somebody would be at that house. They either come to their school and whoop you in the principal's office, or you scared to go home. So, for what you need to be doing, whatever they gave you to study tonight, before you better know it. And if you want to graduate to junior high school, you had to be able to sing the Constitution. So nowadays, people laugh at it.
0: Okay, we got some background noise going. Real real quick, we got some background noise going on somewhere. Whoever's got that, can mute, you you know, mute their mic. so we get can get that uh, alleviated? Go ahead.
3: Okay. Thank you. So Susan, Susan. It's never been broken. It's still sitting there. It's just waiting on you to pick me up and read me, please. If you read me, Susan, I will (laughs) save you. That's why I'm trying to Ed, Ed is the one. Ed, he really hits it on the head. Nullification of all this federal mess and give it back to the states. It's right there in the Constitution about ten times. Not only do Amendment 10 tell you that, Susan, you just read Article Four, Section One, to so say they got a guarantee. Each state, a Republican form of government. That means everything they tell the states got to be in the Constitution. If the Constitution says that immigrants come through the states, that's what you got to do. If the Constitution says you only give uh, federal taxes to citizens, that's what you got to do. It's all through there. And when you read Amendment 11, 10, and 14, all that says state, 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 state. But they stopped it. It was easy to do. They took it out of the Constitution and told everybody a bunch of lies. So what they're doing is very slick. You see, you got to go back to Senator McCarthy. He told us. And this was going to happen He said one day they're going to find a way To nullify that constitution And brainwash America Even if you see it, you won't know what it is And that's what's going on now Because they knew That they didn't have the military power See what it was According to McCarthy now It was a communist takeover And he used to tell Edward R. Murrow One of the top newscasters They had a lot of fights He told him Sir, you need to stop doing all this proselytizing for the Democrat communist agenda. That's what he taught. He'd do that all the time. Just Google Fenton McCarthy and Edward R. Murrow and see all the fights they had. So what they did, they used another method. They conned you out of it. They took the Constitution out of school and let you destroy your own self. So they're just sitting back now laughing while you're you sitting up doing opinion laws. You're letting opinion laws force you into doing everything that the Constitution will put them in jail for doing. So they're pretty slick. Can't beat you militarily, but they certainly have done a Constitution illiteracy. They made the United States people constitutionally illiterate. And so now they don't have to fight you. They got you fighting your own self. They put drugs in your community. <laughs> you did that for 30 years. They, the, the Constitution was, had just been taken out. you so busy on drugs, you forgot Constitution all over America. So they did all these things so they wouldn't have to fight you. They let you fight yourself and take your own self out. The only way we can stop this is what Ed said. The people and what uh, uh, Bob is saying, the masses. We got to come out in the masses again, and not fighting. We got to know the constitutional words that save us. It will scare the bejeevers out of them. When I run for office down here, I don't really be trying to to win. I just want to get on the stage and start reading the Constitution. My opponents leave. <laughs> Sometimes I wind up on the stage by myself Because I'll pull out that constitution And the people are go to looking at it And then they'll look at the other candidates real funny <laughs> And when they come up there Well, she just <laughs> said suck and suck And
2: not just the masses, uh,
0: Christine is we got to get uh, Definitely with the masses, uh, as, as I said But we also got to get some individuals And speaking of that Let's go ahead and uh, bring individual the individual on the line. And here. we've got, yeah, we've got Sandy on the line, so we're going to bring her in. But okay, first, uh, do you see some folks who are uh, in the queue. So just push the one on your number dial, and we'll get you into the show if you'd like to chime in. Uh, and so let's go ahead and bring it in to Sandy. And as I said, folks, hit the one on your number dial if you'd like to chime in. But first, uh, let's go ahead, Sandy. Thank you for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
1: Well, thank you very much uh first time I've heard of the show and and uh and enjoying part of this but what and I agree wholeheartedly with Christine however, what everybody doesn't understand and and basically what she's trying to say is our constitution has been hijacked, okay. Yes. By them putting all these amendments on top of amendments on top of amendments on to protect themselves and their corporations, okay, and that's what they're hiding behind is the corporate status, okay. I'm not fussing about Donald Trump, and I live in Florida, okay? So, Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio, I can tell you definitely a <laughs> no on that one, all right? <laughs> definitely a no, Yay. okay? I mean, I had, I had a double dose of Bushes, okay? One in the White House and one as my governor, all right? Rubio, I got no use for him, okay? And secondly, you're right about the immigration and all this kind of stuff. But if you're watching what's really going on, the people that they are bringing in as so-called refugees or whatever, they're not women and children. They are 19 to early 30s somewhat able-bodied men for Obama, Emperor Muslim Obama, and that's what I call him, okay, is because he is Muslim. He is trying to take us to uh, Sharia law and trying to worked it that way, um, and nobody is paying attention to that. Finally, you know, I heard you guys talking about New World Order. Well, when the false prophet, the Pope, came over here, he said that, and I don't know how many times he said that, and it wasn't until a couple of weeks later that people were, like, catching on. Wait a minute. What is this New World Order, okay? Well, first off, if anybody... Number one is you. You mentioned something about going to Ireland, okay? I go to Iceland, okay? Iceland fixed their problem, okay? So we have a hijacked constitution. The Fourteenth and Fifteenth Amendment was written in to protect the bankers, okay? That's how come when they they were bailed out, and you know, yet the the CEO still got their bonuses and. All their benefits and whatever else, kind of thing, and we're here as, as you know, poor little people, you know, bailing the banks out. Excuse me. I mean that was completely backwards in my world. Okay, as my mother used to say, you know that that's backwards, you know. Um, but we do have a hijacked constitution because they've stuck all these amendments upon amendments upon amendments. If we go back to the organic constitution, where it says constitution. For the people, not to the people, okay? Because to the people can mean them and their corporation, okay? Give you just, just just a little post, okay? Google your own state, okay? You'll find out it's incorporated. Just like on June fourteenth, 2015, the name of the United States of America, Incorporated, was changed to all caps. Another way to hide behind the corporation, okay? Just a minor little switch there by putting it in all caps. You know, you can't go back and sue the United States of America Incorporated when it was, you know, in just capital T, H-E, you know, little e, whatever. Now it's in all caps. Give you another little thing to do is Google. the tre- It's called the Definitive Treaty of uh, Paris, or a.k.a. known as, the, I mean, Treaty of Peace, a.k.a. known as the Treaty of Paris. That was done in 1783 and put us back underneath the Vatican rule. And whether you're aware of it or not, the Vatican has a $50,000 life insurance policy on every one of us, okay? And they collect that money when we die. We don't collect it. You know, we get $250 from Social Security or whatever, okay? The other thing Hmm. to do is when Kennedy was in office and about six or seven days prior to him being assassinated, and we all know he was, I mean, that's a definite, um, he realized that in 1933 when Roosevelt signed the War Powers Act, that put us back under England control. Okay, <clears throat> so Google that, okay, find out for yourself. I've done an awful lot of research. I've been with a lot of patriot groups, three percenters and so forth that have done all this. And you're absolutely right, Christine. We have and Ed, you, we have got to take the states back to sovereign so that we can mm-hmm. control what happens to we, the people, all right? Because right now it is so far out of hand, and that's why they won't mention the Constitution, because they know they have attacked on these amendments upon amendments upon amendments. And we need to go back to the organic Constitution, the original one that was written, and it was written for we, the people, not to for... Uh, to the people. It was written for we, for the people, okay, not to the people. To the people means them in government that are sitting back there. It's like when they put Obamacare in, okay, uh, Boehner, if you Google him, you'll look and see how many pharmaceutical companies he got in right away, how many uh, pharmaceutical, you know, uh, um, equipment and so forth and whatever kind of thing and how much money he's making on the side. Speaker of the House money doesn't even touch what he's making as far as his investments go, okay? I've had <clears throat> senators tell me that when they passed the Iran deal, you know, about the nuclear weapons and all this, that it was still coming in on the fax machine, and they were supposed to go and, and you know, vote on it. Heck, they don't even give them time to read it, and most of them don't read what's coming through. They talked to so-and-so and so-and-so and says, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. You know, they all gave us the crap about, you know, elect the Republicans. We're going to stop this, this crap, okay? You know, we're not going to have this happen. Well, we'll see how much that helps us. You know what I'm saying?
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So,
1: you know, we've got, if you will go, and also Google bar. You know what attorneys belong to? The bar association, you know, kind of thing? All right, yep. Explain to me why a U.S. attorney is is British, whatever it is, registry. Why are they registered in Britain? Okay? Because of the 1933 War Powers Act that Kennedy was going to revoke. Okay? And no other president since then has revoked that. And that's why we're under England control. Go to the Treaty of Paris. Google it. of 1783. You will find we are underneath the Vatican control, which is why the Pope came over here preaching his new world order. Okay,
0: <laughs> I mean
1: this is just absolutely friggin' ridiculous. Okay, and I am a Christian American patriot. All right, I am also part Native American Indian. I don't care if I don't care if you're black, white, purple, green. You're an elephant with stripes and polka dots on you. Okay, kind of thing. We are all citizens of what we think is America. Mm-hmm. However, it is, like I said, we have a hijacked Constitution because they've added these amendments, the 14th and 15th. Look them up. They were added by the Rothschilds and the... Um, mm-hmm. It will come okay. back to me anyway. The Rothschilds and the um, J.P. Morgan uh-huh. to protect okay, the bankers. Okay, it's not to protect us, it's to protect them. Well, and then the other thing is Google your own state, and you will find out that it is incorporated, okay? In my state, you want to know who the president of the state of Florida Incorporated is? My governor, Rick Scott. Now, if that ain't a conflict of interest, I don't know what is, okay, okay? You know, just uh, just Google Bar. You'll find that it's the British whatever-it-is registry. Well, why are American attorneys registering in Britain, okay? Why does every three months our Social Security money, which they want to call it entitlement, okay? Excuse me, but I didn't ask you to take it out of my check, okay? I did not ask you to take it out of my check. It was automatically taken out of my check and matched by the employer's. And every time they need money, who do they go borrow from? Social Security. That's why we're going to supposedly run out. Well, that's not the case, okay? The other thing is um, we have got to take the states back to sovereign so we can tell the government, kiss my, you know, whatever, where the sun don't shine. (laughs) Because if we don't, when we don't, let me put it that way because I don't use this, when we don't, they're going to keep doing exactly what they're doing, which is running over we the people, you know. And you're absolutely right. We have all got to unite. We have got to unite. And we have got to wake the sheep up, as I call them, okay, mm-hmm. to the fact there you go. That, yeah, that, That. you know, this is what they're trying to do. Okay, They. you know, they fooled us on having the false prophet over here, the Pope, and he talked uh-huh. about the New World War he talked about the New World Order. Like I said, you know, a couple of weeks later, people were going, New World Order, what the heck? You know, they Googling that and they're doing all this. He spoke to our own Congress, okay? He spoke to our own supposedly U.N., okay? Another thing to Google is oath that they take when they take office. It is not to we the people. It is to the U.N. And we no longer have control of the U.N. anymore. Technically, the U.N., was bought, was either it was the Rothschilds or the other one that I mentioned actually owned the building and the land. Okay, so we don't even have a UN per se. Okay, um, so there's a lot of things wrong with the country, and I just you know, giving you several things to think about. Like I said, Google Bar, Google your own state, you'll find out that it in Google 614 2015 and find out that the United States of America incorporated was put in all caps, okay? Another way to hide everything, you know, what we're doing, okay? Um or what they're doing, I should say, not what we're doing because we as uh, you know, as true American patriots are trying to say, hey, wait a minute here, you know, we're on to your game now. You know, we we're not going to put up with it anymore. You know, remember the old commercial about I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore? Well, let me tell you something about that, okay? They snuck in about two years ago, let's see here, it's uh, Section 1752, Title 18 of the United States Codes to where if you even go to Washington, all right, and you stand across the White House and you say, you know, you you guys are not doing your job, I'm mad, you know, whatever it is. They can actually arrest you for doing that. And I had a friend of mine who's a Blue Star mom, you know, when I sent out the thing, they said, wait a minute, Sandy, you mean if I go visit Washington and I, just because I want to yell across the street or whatever kind of thing I can be arrested? I said, go play it, Jerry. I said, you'll find out. That's exactly what it says in there. And if you're even thinking about it, and they think you're thinking about it, they can arrest you, okay? So, you know, a few things. Just Google bar. Google the fact that your state is incorporated. They have to file a yearly report. And on that yearly report, it will tell you who your president, secretary, treasurer, whatever it is on there, okay? And you will find out 99.9% of the time that your own governor is the president of your corporation, now that's a real big conflict of interest then google the 1783 definitive treaty of Paris or, or treaty of peace or aka known as the treaty of Paris and you will see that put us back underneath the Vatican control and then the 1933 war powers act that Roosevelt signed in puts us back under England control, well kings don't work with servants you know what I'm saying, and it, they consider us servants. Okay,
4: and
1: so at, and,
0: and at this point, yeah, at this point, Sandy, um, we're gonna bring things back around. But of course, uh, as you probably got uh, from calling into the show, uh, that we do have our yeah. roundtable discussion, and so of course we right. are going to keep you on the line if you'd like. And we we would prefer that you'd stay on the line So I would like to bring sure. things back um, to you so you can make commentary on other things uh, through the show. But I do have to bring well, things back around because so I try to give it as yeah, equal time that's as I can. Fine. Uh,
1: and I thank okay, I you for giving it. me the opportunity to speak. I really do. But these are just several little things you can Google yourself. You know what I'm saying, and find out, and then you really go wow. You know. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, one thing we always
0: promote Yeah, that's one of the things we always promote here on the show. Is uh, don't take our uh, word for it. Real quick, and you can uh, our word for it. Definitely do your own research. So here's how we're going to do it. We have Harold on the line. He's got some interesting things uh, to bring up, too, uh, namely a Sam Tittle, uh, who is also uh, running. And so we'll hear more oh, okay. about uh, that candidate. Uh, but first, uh, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to go ahead and bring Susan back in. And then we're going to bring it back to our guest, Christine Timmons. And then we will bring Harold back uh, Harold into the line. And then we'll uh, move things along our roundtable discussion uh, that way. We have plenty of time. There still is a, an hour and a half, so we've only been through about half the show. Now, the first two hours, Now let will let you know for those who are new, uh, the first two hours is uh, live. Now, the third hour uh, was what we call Bard's Logic Extended Period, or sometimes lovingly Bard's Logic After Dark, in which although the show is not live and no one will be able to call in uh, to the show at the third hour, uh, it will be part of the podcast. Now, all of our shows are archived. Uh, so they'll be available for podcast later for folks in the line. If uh, you'd like to have your friends uh, listen in to the show and, and listen to what you had to say on the show, and hey, even invite them to come on and talk with us as well. Uh, share the link with them, uh, email it to them, or send the link to them through Facebook or through their Twitter account uh, so they can uh, listen to the podcast. And if they like what they hear, they're always welcome to join us because, as we say here, Barts Logic is the grassroots way the people show. And it's your show, so we definitely want to hear more from you here on Bard's Logic. And so uh, that's how we'll go here. So uh, while people are waiting, if they'd like to share the link with people uh, through an email or through Facebook now, uh, go ahead. That'd be great. i really appreciate it. Uh, but while people are doing that, and uh, also be listening to Susan, so let's go ahead and bring Susan back to the show. Go ahead.
4: Hi. The reason I, I had that little poem is because, I kind of disagree with her. the Constitution yeah it's there in a sense, but we've let it slip away because um and you know i I think a lot of Keith Waters and his constitutional stuff, and I'm uh in his uh I get emails from him every day on constitutional stuff uh the Constitution of the United States is not the Constitution for the United States. The words in a legal document cannot be changed unless the changes are amended by the mutual consent of the parties involved. Um, I've gotten this from him some time back, and I found it. Um, The Constitution for the United States was written control the central government to protect lives, liberty, and property of the people. The Constitution of the United States was written by lawyers to protect the interests of the financial elite. You see, it's been changed. Therefore, what I said was correct. The original Constitution was written to protect the rights of people while the counterfeit Constitution was written to exploit the people and protect the bankers. We are a corporation. We are no longer, you know, I've got this article here that I keep these things. The United States is in a country. It's a corporation now. What it was at one time because of the capitals, like uh, I think it was Sandy said, um, that is correct the Congress committed treason against us who we were considered sovereign under the Declaration of Independence and the organic constitution. Um and if you look up the word uh sovereign, you know what that means. Uh free citizens deemed the highest authority. Uh but um uh, the government in these times is not subject to the governed. Uh it has stretched its tentacles beyond the ten square mile Parcel land known as the district of columbia every state nation has no jurisdiction outside uh, of the district of columbia they just want you to think that they it does they think we know the law and many don't know the law that's the problem if we did or as most people did that wouldn't this wouldn't have happened So um, our government transformed over time from a municipal or service oriented entity to a corporate or profit oriented entity. We live under the myth that this is lawful, and it's not. And that's what I wanted to say.
0: Well, Well, I appreciate that, Susan. So let's let's get in and get some comments uh, from our guest here. Go ahead, Christine.
3: I'm sorry, Susan, but that's all... An opinion, not one word of that is in the Constitution. You gotta go back to Article Six, Clause Two. If you don't see what you just said wrote in the Constitution, it ain't nothing but an opinion and a mirage, and it can be stopped by the people joining together in masses and reading the truth. Now, what uh, Sandy said about Amendment Fourteen, that ain't true either. Amendment 14, that's the one that determines the jurisdiction of people in the United States. Two of the clauses say that. It's a jurisdictional clause that don't let you be a citizen until you become constitutional naturalized. You still in a jurisdiction state you come from, wherever you come from, so, when you get here, you can only be under state jurisdiction. You have absolutely no constitutional rights or powers whatsoever. What they got now is being forced on us by fraud. Section 3, Section 4 of the United States, she was trying to say something about that. It says the validity of the public debt of the United States, authorized by law, including debts incurred for payments of. Uh, Pensions and Bounties for services In suppressing Insurrection or rebellion Shall not be questioned that's wanted to tell us that we can spend every dime we got to stop all this, this insurrectionist government that's bringing these people here. you got to read the Constitution and understand it. If it's not in there, you can Google all them things that she said, but that, that will drive you crazy. It's negative energy. It pulls all the positive out of your body because you'll be so mad when you get through reading it. When you read this Constitution, you're going to get a positive energy. You're going to say, hey, wait a minute. They can't do this. i got people right now all over Florida. They want to take up arms. And I'm telling them we can't do it like that. We've got to find a way to put petitions all over the country where we stand up on the street corner, get our valid language, and do a valid language that they cannot deny. Every word of it, it starts with Article 6, Clause 2. Every law that's land, cut got to be in there. It, it continues on with all the clauses that they're not doing. We can say something like this. I wrote down just a little bit, about 30 seconds of it. I wrote down what possibly could be in each. Uh, it says this petition seeks to apply the U.S. Constitution to prevent all states Federal, state's federal elected officials from introducing, carrying out, passing, or fomenting unconstitutional laws that cause treason against the states. It authorizes each district to bring charges against their U.S. citizens' representatives for violation of Article 6, Clause 2 and Amendment 14, Section 3 and Section 4. Now, I've read that again, and calls for their appearance in court, that's arrest, to Answer charges of Article 1, Section 9 that they're supposed to be letting the states bring immigrants. Article 4, Section 4, Clause 2, they're pulling a federal engagement against the state. And Article 3, Section 3 is treason. And Article 1, Section 8, Clause 1, they're stealing our money and giving it to uh, other countries and any other known violation of the U.S. Constitution against the, the state or wherever you are. That's a valid language that they can't turn down because it's all in the Constitution. And then you stand up on the darn street corners, and when people hear it, and see if you can get people to sign it. Try to get thousands of people to sign it. Go file it in federal court, even if the federal court don't do it. Fine. It might get to the paper. Then if it gets to the paper, then the next election Whoever is running is going to try to follow this with all these thousands of people that say they want this done. That's how you try to knock out the people is there because you notice the same people keep getting elected because the people don't know no better. The voters, they done took the Constitution out of there. They don't know that we're being forced to do this. They don't know that the the states are captured. Ain't no such thing as no state Government, they don't mean a thing. Every state has been captured by the unconstitutional government of Lyndon Bain of our existence, Johnson, and Tip O'Neill and Eduardo Salat. They were the main three ones that uh, Senator McCarthy and them had to fight, but they got their stuff through after Senator McCarthy got they killed Senator McCarthy, whatever. After he died, four months after he arrested the Supreme Court for doing all this stuff, that was when they went on the wild. And they took America. They actually haven't taken it. You just think they have. Everything you see, it's all a mirage. It actually does not exist. If we were at the movie, and say everybody at the movie knew what the Constitution of that government was, and we watched the government being taken over with lies. You see, they wrote, like she said, Sandy, read all them billions of words of lies they wrote, and it only takes about 500 words in the Constitution to stop every one of them. That's all it takes. But they don't want you to know this. You think they took it out of school for nothing? They knew that they was going to do all this stuff. All the stuff they're doing ain't nothing but communism. But see, y'all don't know that either because they took that word out of the, the, the teaching you don't know what's happening here. They're bringing all these Latinos and, and all these people from all these other nations. They're, they're soldiers, but we can, do, we can do away with the whole thing. Just like they're telling you we're taking over America without firing a shot. That's what they're doing. They can't do it like that. They don't have the weapon power. They ain't got that kind of power. So what they're doing, they're making America destroy itself by not knowing the Constitution so they can force, their stuff on you, and you think it's right. And when people like me start talking, oh, they'd be calling me crazy. <laughs> and I'd be feeling so sorry for them. Everything, when you say something, if you can't back it up in that Constitution, you just wasted your breath because that's just an opinion. Everything that President Johnson did is all an opinion. Everything that's happening in the United States right now Every bit of his opinion, everything that Sandy said is truth, but it's only by opinion and mirage. We can stop it right now. We got to join forces like Ed and Bob is telling you. We got to find some kind of way to get the public's mind on. We got to file some sort of petition against them. We got to understand that we can arrest these people. That's why I told y'all. To write down Article 1, Section 6, it clearly tells you that. Now, the courts are telling you that they got immunity. Another darn lie. They made up all that stuff. So we as the people, even if we don't make it in federal court, like I was saying, repeating myself, it might get to the paper. But if don't, but one or two people do it, it won't get there. But if enough of us do it, like who was them people? Uh, the people that went in front of Wall Street, the, the equal people with them people. I can't think of their name, but they were sitting down
0: what they'll we get, get got some time for us to, to get some names. May. But I do want to uh, uh at this time, Christine, I do want to get uh Harold in speaking of candidates I would like uh to hear you can give us some information on one. Uh and so just to let folks know that uh we do have about uh twenty three minutes before we go into the Uh, What we call the extended period In which uh, if you lose the line Unfortunately you will not be able to call back in Uh, So if you have any friends out there Who would like to chime into the show uh, Give them the number 347-945-7428 Same number you called in Uh, Have them give us a call in uh, Because if they don't within the next uh, 23 minutes Unfortunately they will not be able to However the show will uh, continue Into the extended period uh, which I stated will be a part of the archive, uh, so they would be able to listen to uh, it later. Uh, but if they'd like to participate, uh, they would have to call us within the next uh, 22 minutes now at 347-945-7428. And so we will bring it back to everyone who's on the line. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and bring in Harold. Thank you very much, Harold, for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
6: Uh, Pretty good. I just wanted to let you know there is somebody out there besides Donald Trump that's not owned, and her name is Sam Tittle, and she's Mm -hmm. running for president. And if anybody has access to Facebook, I can guide you into a a little uh, area that uh, is important uh, for her campaign. It's called Sam, S-A-M-M, space, Tittle, T-I-T-T-L-E, space, S-A-N-I-E-G-O, California, and it is a, uh, what do they call it? It's not a group. It's a, uh, do, 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 do. Anyway. Yeah, you'll find it right there. And if you go down to the pictures, I have a particular picture in mind, uh, and it's it's the golden, uh, the way it's coming up on my Facebook at this moment, you have a golden picture you have obama and then you have a picture of sam herself and it's the top three pictures and then it's uh, the one that i want to talk about is above john mccain's treasonous acts uh and you'll you'll see uh that picture and it's uh it's uh gold in color and it says sam tittle uh one of us for all of us your president president oh equal
0: rights for all special privileges for none
6: uh, right that's the big that's the real message that uh, why I'm on the telephone if, if now now, if you apply her main team message to the following statement, apply this to all of government, equal rights for all and special privileges for none. you get a smaller government now think about that in a second um, you have ninety thousand pages of the IRS code and The government's in the business of granting, quote, privileges to everyone and anyone because they paid for it. They bought the, you know, I think it was Mark Twain that says, Congress, is the best money can buy. Well, that's still true. And they're in the business of granting uh, special privileges. And the IRS code can probably be reduced to 30 pages if you take out all the special privileges.
7: So I mean that that
6: that's obvious. That and and to your fellow candidate there, who knows everything about everything. Um, I think we are still under martial law declared by Lincoln in 1864. So uh, a lot of the presidential uh, executive branch actions under martial law powers everything. So that's uh, a technical a uh, point uh, that should be looked into. But back to Sam Tittle, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I am a people. And what she's basically saying at that moment in time is, is so was George Washington, a people. He was not a party, and if you look at the parting speech of George Washington, he warned you about the ownership of parties and how they operate. It's a it's a very important statement. Uh I'm gonna toss it up and I I would like to point out that we are under martial law from the Lincoln administration. I'll
0: hand it back to you. And let me ask you this, uh Harold. Uh now with uh her you know, it'd be interesting to have her on the show. She'd be more than welcome uh to come here. So if you know anyone uh who is part of her campaign or perhaps uh, someone who's either uh, a or. Uh,
6: yeah, she has an email right now. Uh, and she'll get back to you probably within two days. Not a problem.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. We can, uh, now I know next Wednesday, just kind of give us a plug for next Wednesday. Uh, we will be covering, uh, we're well not per se covering, uh, but we will be doing commentary and analysis of the CNN's first Democrat Party debate. Uh, I know people cringe when they say that, uh, but this being a grassroots show and wanting to, uh, you know, cover all of our bases, uh, then we will be doing the analysis of that because I want to see what we're in for, uh, so to speak, if we were to get someone like a Hillary Clinton or something of that nature and what they're talking about. I mean, I only listened to about a half an hour of it on my way home from work yesterday, uh, and then I watched uh, the last half hour. And just that one hour of exposure made my head feel like it was going to blow up. Um, so I can't imagine yeah. what it's going to be like when I have to watch the whole thing to get some get some audio. So we'll be playing some audio uh, from the debate, and we'll make our commentary. Uh, it was kind of a, a Hillary Clinton love-in, uh, <laughs> perhaps uh, not not only by the candidates, but maybe even some of the moderators. And then after that, you know, when they were talking about our uh, you know, afterwards on, on their commentary, uh, commentary on uh, CNN. And so uh, we're going to have to do that. Well, we don't have to, but I, I think it would be interesting, and I think it would make some great conversations, so, so we, we need to know what we're going to be in for. Um, but, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and just give you a little background, Harold, is in the 2012 uh, campaign, we interviewed a lot of folks from the uh, Libertarian and Constitution Party uh, we were even privileged to have uh, Virgil Goode on the show, who was running for the Constitution Party for president. And I got uh, the opportunity and, you know, pleasure and honor to actually meet uh, Virgil Goode. uh had uh, lunch with him and some of his staffers and his wife uh, in Troy, Ohio. He was uh, driving through Ohio from uh, Chicago uh, when they were doing the uh, alternative party debates uh, run by Free and Equal. Uh, there in Chicago and he was driving through Ohio to go back to Virginia, the, the state where he's from. I tell you what, salt of the earth guy. I mean, a gentleman, a uh, very nice guy, very personable. Uh, what I personally think, would you know, just to the interview we've had with some you know, we've had three uh, interviews with him, get, got to meet him and okay. it, was, it was a great guy. Um, but so, yeah, we definitely have uh, had uh, people from the alternative okay, parties. May, may on. I suggest
6: something for you? Uh, is to, sure, uh, go ahead. Uh, take uh, Virgil Good and other uh, prominent minor party candidates and uh, and uh, have a, a, a blog talk radio debate. I mean, you can run your own. You don't have to depend on CNN and the main media. You can do your own. I mean, I, I think that well, will help cer- the yeah, so, cer- Certainly. Yeah, I mean, you could have a four-hour session, but uh, as a host, I would... Uh, ask you to take all the minor candidates, and quite frankly, a lot of them are quite brilliant. And uh, you, you, you can fish for ideas and solutions. I think you're going to find out that Sam Tittle uh, thinks out of the box, and she's not caught inside the DC box. So, now I understand you got like four minutes left, so I'm going to have to be quiet and let you run the show.
0: Well, actually, I only have four minutes left of what's called the. Uh, live portion. The show's going to go on for another hour and 15 minutes. Uh, but oh, I this don't is mind just the live portion.
6: That. I, I, I think there's a wrap while we're still going to get feedback from other people on the phone. So, I mean, that's.
0: Yeah, we've call in. Yeah, we only got about uh, 14 minutes for people to be able to call in. Uh, but there will be the extended period, which will last about an hour, uh, which, uh, although it's not live, it is still part of the podcast. For folks to listen to And I do see a number of folks on the line So if you'd like to chime in And be a part of our roundtable discussion tonight Just push the one on your number dial And we'd be more than happy uh, to get you in But one of the things I'm glad you brought this up, Harold is one of the things I'm, I made comment to Is that, you know Let's think of the past elections uh, You know, for the past Two, three election cycles and I mean presidential election cycles it's redundant. I mean, the the topics we've been talking about for twelve plus years, twelve uh, you know, sixteen years, are the same topics. We're always talking. We've been talking about health care. You know, we've been talking about immigration. We've been you know, we talk about the economy. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the economy is something you always talk about, but we always seem to have the same problems. And and, and because you brought up solutions, that's what that's what you know brought this to me. Yeah.
2: The,
0: is you talk about solutions, get, and it seems
6: like nothing's ever solved. Go ahead. Yeah, the the real press for you as a host would be to ask for solutions. You can throw the topic up, like what would you do with immigration? And uh, there's a lot of solutions that are, quite frankly, I'm not allowed to talk about at this moment. She wants to keep them back for the main line uh, debates, but uh, – Sam has a out-of-the-box approach that is, quote, totally integrated. And everybody's saying that you have to address immigration head-on with the word immigration. Well, it turns out there's a lot of economic impact there. Immigration is being forced on us to force Agenda 21 in megacities. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of inter- interwrapping stuff that goes with that. And you, you can actually come up with a four-way win the banks win america wins the immigrants win and everybody becomes a quote legal citizen with a legal path this can be done we've mapped out the solution to that but uh, i am not allowed to talk about it at this moment only sam can talk
0: no i understand well maybe when she comes on uh she can talk a little bit or at least give us a hint on it Right, I mean.
3: there's already a path to citizenship in the Constitution. There's only one way to do it. You don't
2: do
3: what's in the Constitution, and then you can't do it. That's our problem now. It's already in the Constitution. It's already there.
6: uh, uh, Everything you've said is. Go ahead, Harold. uh, I'm very much uh, involved with artwork and and trying to get the message out.
8: Mm -hmm. And.
6: Everything you say, hon, is absolutely correct, but it's so complicated for the
0: voter. No,
3: it's not. It's elementary. Hold on. Hold on. One person at a time. One person at a time, Christine. We
0: all know that. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah,
6: I'm having a hard time getting five words out to the voter, let alone (laughs) the complication that you're talking about. Uh, Well. It's not. It's not. Wrong. Well, everything you said is correct, and uh, a future strategy that we're looking at extensively is uh, states' rights. And I think the governor of Arizona three days ago already did what you just said. Well, that's the and only uh, way
2: we uh,
4: can do it. Because
2: you know, can...
6: each each governor of each state has to stand up and declare nullification, and. Uh, Arizona's a strange group. I've been trying and, this, and
3: how, I've been trying this it. for years. And yeah, I'm I glad you're talk. saying it, 'cause sometimes I think I'm alone, and I'm
5: just you're so happy to hear on, you saying you're saying that. You're
6: alone only in your communication skills, which is not a problem. It's just that you know too much in detail. <laughs> I mean, you sound almost like a lawyer. Uh,
3: I beat them all the time. In, Google Christine Tillman. I beat them all the time in U.S. District Court. I'm the one who wrote the case that blocked <laughs> Obama. I blocked Obama, Wonderful. Christine Tillman. Case number 14, that's
5: 62937.
3: New Gingrich sent me to Thomas M. Cooley Law School for nine years. I studied freelance for nine years. Uh, you can't beat me in U.S. District Court unless the court cheats. That's the only way you can beat me. <clears throat> so you're right. But you got to understand, Harold, I originally learned this in elementary school in the 50s. The reason it sounds complicated yeah. now is because ain't nobody heard it in 50 years. So it sounds complicated. All you got to do, you just don't, just stop doing it just like that. Just just the Congress well, know better. The, 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 Hell, they know the, better. Well, so all they got to do is just nullify it right now. They got the Republicans in the lead in the House and Senate and they told me they ain't going to do it even though they know better. Senator Byrd, Trey Gowdy, all the top senators and members, I, I, they I, I know me. I would like me. to ask you a
0: question. Okay. Um, go, go ahead, Harold. ask it, question and
6: yeah, uh, isn't it true that um, grand juries have a path to your state legislature?
0: Uh, well,
3: I haven't done that part right now. I'm only interested in saving America from this this financial destruction and cannibalizing and slaughter of sending billions of dollars a day to millions of non-citizens who are constitutionally ineligible. The Constitution it don't allow it. Congress told me, so what, Christine? We know that. We know what you did for new gangs. We got your study, but we ain't going to do it. It's as simple as that. So that's why well, uh, we the, the people fire, got to get the up.
6: Fire, the fire that I'm trying to point out is grand juries can be initiated, I think, by anyone.
3: And well, well, and when the whole thing go down It's going to be the people On the street Like the, the occupied people It's going to have to be constitutional people On every street corner With that petition and, and get it to be real real popular So the press will start looking at it Even if we Do you, you know how many times I've filed in U.S. District Court I don't have no law degree I run up in there all the time the city of Lansing is going to be $45 million, and they're going to have to pay some of every one of these days. I know yeah. what I'm doing, and I know it sounds complicated to you guys, but this elementary school stuff, is just they took it out the school, so they make you guys think that this is big shot stuff, and it ain't nothing but what Sherlock Holmes say. It's all elementary well, You just stop doing it. And, and speaking of
0: up, and real quick, my, and my and, and, understanding and, and, of grand
6: juries is that a grand it's jury it, it, basically their conclusions are uh, an obligation for law enforcement once they have a conclusion the state law enforcement being the sheriff and or county and or state have to respond to the conclusion of the grand jury now i think that's a path to take your very partitions to the uh overtaking of the federal government and
3: Several uh, people have tried that I can name you the leader of the Brown County Libertarians I went with him to U.S. District Court To show him how to file it As a private attorney general They won't do it that's why grand jurors, you're right about that, but they won't, simply will not do it. That's why you don't hear grand juries anymore. You don't even see attorneys suing the federal government for this. They're scared, they will be blacklisted. That's why it's going to have to come just like the Constitution said the first three words. We, the people, going to have to get up and start beating somebody behind. It's as simple as that. We're going to have to get up the, and get the true uh, words. When we get the Constitution, the, Constitutional pop, the word, problem I'm seeing right now is the three percenters and,
6: and the collapse of the economy, and the lack of uh, the government does not have three years of food supply like they did
0: during the 50s.
6: Uh, the people they are going to starve. Hold on, Christine. Let him finish.
0: Christine, let him finish. And then, but, okay. And actually, I got I some programming note, and then we're going to bring it over to you, Harold. And uh, I see on our line, and when he gets a chance to chime in, we're talking about uh, the grand jury, jury is one of our panelists, Kelly Mordecai, uh, who is our, what well, we call him, our one of our constitutional scholars here, as well as. Uh, he wrote a book on, called The Hidden Fourth Branch talking about the uh, grand jury. So uh, perhaps when he's uh, ready, he can uh, chime in and talk more about that. But I do see we literally have less than five minutes now uh, of the live portion. Now, as I said, the show will go on into the extended period or what sometimes we lovingly call Bard's Logic After Dark, and perhaps you will experience a little bit of that. I think Susan knows what we're talking about. Uh, as far as it a little bit. And we uh, yep, as is. well. Um, so sometimes we crack it up and have a little fun there. Um, and so we do have folks on the line. If you'd like to chime in, give us a call at 347 945 7428. if you don't do it within the next four minutes, you won't be able to. And if your folks have friends out there you'd like to call into the show as well, they've got about four minutes to do so so they can either listen to it or chime in. And for the folks who are on the line, just push the one on your number dial, and we'll get you in. And then also, if you just listen, uh, stayed on the line so you can listen to the live portion of the show, uh, we appreciate that as well. But definitely uh, share the link and to folks so that they can listen to the podcast uh, later on uh, when it is available. And so they can share it with their friends as well and uh, listen to the show, and then we'd you know, like to hear them uh, on BARD's Logic as well. And I do see uh someone else would like to chime in. And so uh, what we're gonna do here is uh that nine one eight, I see you wanting to chime in and we'll be doing some call screening with you in a few moments. Uh but first uh what we're gonna do here while we're ending the live portion of the show, moving into our extended period. And also folks, be careful not to uh get disconnected because if you do, unfortunately you will not be able to call back. Uh so let's be- Batteries on cell phones and things of that nature that uh, you got them charged so uh, they don't die on you and get you, unfortunately, kicked out of the show for the night. But if that happens, of course, you are welcome to join us next week, as I said, when we do our analysis and commentary on the debate. And folks might ask, well, why a week afterwards? Well, frankly, because it gives me some time to do some of my own analysis, make some audio clips for us to go over, and also gives us ample time to have watched things ourselves and, you know, kind of made our own. Uh, Minds about some of the comments and So we can bring that to the show with us So nine eighteen, 18 I will be doing some call screening With you momentarily, but what we're going to do now uh, To finish up the live portion And moving into the extended period Is we're going to go back over to you Harold, and then we want to hear More from our uh, Friend Susan And then we've got, we got Sandy, we're going to bring her Back in, and then after that Oh, we just lost uh, somebody, so hopefully They'll be able to call back in within the next two minutes Uh, And then after Sandy, uh, the 918 will bring you in as well. We'll move things uh, around on the show. But let's go ahead, and I'm going to do some uh, behind-the-scenes call screening, but let's go ahead and bring it back to you, Harold. Go ahead.
6: Hi. uh, My name is Harold. I work with Sam Tittle. I do some graphics work with her, and I have knowledge of a lot of her thinking. And uh, her basic uh, message is equal rights for all, special privileges for none. You apply that to the federal government, and you will get a smaller government. This is not a rhino. This is a people, and this person will carry it out. She's a Christian, and she will carry this, this word out if elected president. We actually have a strategy, and the strategy is quite simple. We get 80 electoral votes. We get 80 electoral votes. Neither Republican nor Democrat will win the election. That puts them both below 270 electoral votes. At that point, uh in the Federalist Papers and other uh, stuff that will be clarified, if I make a mistake, I'm sure this, this panel is very intelligent, beyond my knowledge, the uh, election will be thrown to the House in continuous Mm -hmm. session, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, until they come out with a president. And the Republicans will cave, because I think they hate Hillary, worse than electing Sam Tittle president. So that's, that's our strategy. Basically, we have to go out and we have to capture Texas. The South and Texas is the key to getting 80 electoral votes. It used to be back in the early 50s, everybody would elect their governor as their favorite sons. And everybody would withhold uh, the nominee, and there was wheeling and dealing, and the conventions really meant something. They were not big uh, show-and-tell things Mm -hmm. like they have now in in the Republican and Democratic parties.
0: uh, And and just real quick, just a little ad note, is uh, I was really involved in the uh, 2012 We've heard the name Newt Gingrich uh, a lot here uh, tonight, and then I was really involved in the Newt Gingrich campaign. And even after he uh, suspended his campaign, there was a big fight to get a, a broker convention. I'm sure, Harold, you know what that's uh, involved. Um, and also, even after that, there was discussion of trying to do exactly what you're talking about, is get those electoral votes uh, with a um you know, with uh, a Newt Gingrich running, uh, separately you now that never went to fruition because of his party loyalties. Uh, but anyway, I know exactly what I talked about. That was definitely attempted. Uh, I don't know how known that was to, uh, a lot of folks, but uh, that was definitely a, a big attempt in the convention, uh, in I 2012 George on the Republican the side and also that, that. Yeah. George
6: Wall was the first one that attempted that, uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, Footnote, as we're talking about, it was uh, attempted by George Wallace and then later Newt Gingrich. Uh, But uh, I have an open challenge to Donald Trump uh, from Sam Tittle. Who are you going to put in jail? That's an open challenge from Sam Tittle to Donald Trump. We have a list of 52 people that we want to put in jail.
0: Well, I hope I'm not on that list. (laughs) No, no, no.
2: I'm going to
3: take up that challenge right now I'll take it up right now We're going to arrest everybody in Congress Under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 It gives the President the executive power When Congress is doing stuff that's not in that Constitution He can give them an executive order to nullify everything in it And if they say, I ain't going to do it Then he can have the militia to surround Congress While you talking about martial law the first martial law has got to be against Congress. Everything they do is treason. So I just asked the challenge for Donald Trump because I've already sent him that information in his letters that I send twice a week. I send him what the Constitution says. and he did do as it said on Amendment 14. If he listened to the rest of the stuff that I've been sending him, he going to have to. The Constitution requires that a president – Make anything that's not in the Constitution. He has the power to make them do it. Obama can't do it because he'd have to arrest himself first. Because when <laughs> I sued him, when I sued him for his executive orders, in that lawsuit is they were supposed to court martial him under Article Two, Section Two. It says each president is also commanding in chief of the military. Forces and the militia. As that leadership, he has to get. All of his marching orders from Article 1, Section 8, Clause 11 from Congress and Article 1, Section 8, Clause Twelve to 15 that give Congress all those powers to regulate it, pay for it, and tell him what to do. Ain't no congressperson gave him no letter of marquee or reprisal that said that he could do an executive order to raid the state. To pull a federal invasion on the states He didn't have any order from Congress to do that But since Congress don't know that He got away with it But he didn't get away with it with me Because you notice Now he does not use the word immigrant Now he calls it refugee I bet you He downloaded all five of my cases Where I beat him in federal court And he's scared He better not say that word immigrant He's supposed to be court martial. Write this insult, And on the Article 4, a Section 4, Clause 2 He's supposed to be impeached because that would say United States shall protect these states from invasion, not give them the right to come here. And he can also be impeached under Article One, Section 1, Clause 1. It says that the United States can only levy taxes for the welfare of America. And he told y'all he's going to invade the country with 5 million people and going to give them your Social Security money. He's supposed to be impeached and court martial. Do you understand me? And
0: drawn and quartered. I'm just joking about that. But, um, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not. I,
6: I'll, I'll settle for that. L- let me settle, settle for drawn and quartered.
3: <laughs> so I guess that I was asking was for Donald Trump. I, I took what, I what, what is
6: the biggest fraud on America? Congress. No, how about they,
3: Obama? I, they, no, no, forget Obama. No, forget him. See, Obama do not have no power. You've got to read it. It's Article 1, Section 1. It says all the inherent power of legislators are given to Congress. Obama can't write laws. The federal court can't either. But
4: see, y'all don't know that. Okay, well, okay the law that, that, that we're
6: pursuing
0: who well, Hold, on, hold on, folks. Things. I mean, well, Chris, Christine and Harold, hold on a second. Uh I, I do I do want to as you know we call it our round table which means I have yes. to bring it back to folks and I'm, I'm I try to do my best in doing that mm-hmm. and, and sometimes I'm not always successful I understand that uh but let's you go ahead like and uh well I appreciate it thank you uh let's go ahead and bring it back to Susan and then uh we have Sandy I want to bring it back to Sandy as well and then we have Holly on the line uh so we'd like to get Holly in and so, uh, Susan, uh, as we say here on the show, uh, the mic is yours, and then we're going to bring it over to you, Sandy. And then, Holly, we've got you in. And then uh, any of the other folks i see on the line, you like to chime in, just push that one on your number dial. Uh, go ahead, Susan.
4: Um, yes. Uh, in reference to Sam, she's in my group, and so is the gentleman that is talking about her. And um, I've supported third-party candidates. For President Ross Perot, George Wallace. Oh, dear, I'm dating Mm -hmm. myself, aren't I? Uh,
0: (laughs) um, I I did it for Ross Perot the first time.
4: I did it both times. And then um, John Anderson of the American Party, he was after Wallace. And uh, I voted for Morris the Cat once. I think I told you about that, writing him in. And made I him voted loose. for
0: him in second uh, grade or fourth grade or something like that. Anderson. <laughs> oh,
4: well, okay. we had a
0: we, yeah, we had a yeah, we had a uh, we had a yeah, we had a little voting thing in my grade school, and I voted for Anderson. Go ahead, I digress. Yeah. Oh uh,
4: okay. Um, anyway, uh, Ralph Nader once, That was a rebellion vote, so I don't have a problem supporting third party candidates, yeah. but. Um, Uh, Where Obama drawn in corporate? Oh, no, I think tarred and feathered would be so much better and "Drugs through town behind the horse. So uh, I think I had a better one there. (laughs) Anyway, um, I appreciate uh, Sam and anyone else who who runs and who tries because uh, he's right about it. George Washington did not endorse any particular party and that is
0: how I feel. You vote for a man, not for a party. So that's what I had to say. Well, and one and, and or you vote for a woman, uh, which uh, would probably be a, a description for Hillary Clinton. And boy, was she put. And we're going to bring it over here real quick, Sandy. And I, I'm just going to make this comment: is she is real? She's going to be the nominee for the Democrats. Let's, let's. We we know that's going to happen. Okay, I'd be really shocked if she's not. But I, she is. But she is really, and I'm glad we have a lot of ladies here on the show tonight. Is that she is really, and you probably already know this. She is really pushing the woman card. Oh, it's the first woman president. Because they're like, because they're talking about on the Republican side how there's outsiders. These all these, you know, and we're talking about, uh, you know, of course, Carson and Trump, and well, I wouldn't even say about Fiorina. But um, and she's like, oh, well, I would be an outsider because I'd be the first woman president. I mean, she's really pushing that, kind of like how they pushed. Obama. Well, he, he. Hello, America. Listen to this. They really pushed about Obama being the first black president,
2: yeah, and look black. what happened
0: to us. Okay, well, yeah, that's true. But that you're right. Okay. You're right. But they they really pushed that, like all oh, the histor the historic event of that happening. Well, I I always thought that a Rice would have been a good, you know, uh, would have been a good president. She was actually, in 2008, I would have loved to see a Gingrich Rice ticket, and then, of course, later on down the line, you know, vice president to president for finally, of Rice. Uh, but anyway, but then she's going to really push the, you know, the, the female card. She is really going to push hard to get the, the, the woman's vote and, and try to make it as like, oh, this is going to be such a historic event. We've seen what happened to America after the, the so-called historic event of Obama, Let's, America, let's not make the same mistake. And I'm not sexist and I'm not racist, but I'm saying is that if we're going to put a woman in the White House, which is fine, I got no problem with that. Let's just make sure that it would be the right woman. In my opinion, Carly Fiorina would not be it. Now, for her, perhaps, perhaps uh, Sam Till right. would be. But let's go ahead and bring it over to you, Sandy, cause we're willing to bring you back to this conversation as well. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, Christine, I appreciate everything that you've done, Susan, you, everybody else on here. But as I was trying to say, you know, the reason the suits have failed, number one is, no, Obama's not going to do anything. He's got his own agenda, okay? And that is to bring everybody over here to take us back to a... Um, uh, Whatever that is, totally. you know, kind of thing, exactly. And, you know, so he's got his own agenda. And, like I said, as, as far as Christine, I'm totally with you on immigrants, okay? I live in Florida, I lived in Texas, okay? I saw him crossing the borders. I got him crossing, you know, now, of course, he's made a pact with Cuba, okay? Well, you know, they were coming in in boatloads over here and sinking and everything else, you know, kind of thing, trying to get over here. And it's like, no, you know, you need to come in legally, okay? You're absolutely right about that, Christine. You're absolutely right about that. But the reason they never paid any attention to your lawsuits is because, like I said, when you Google bar, the lawyers are in with the at the British Registry, which makes no sense to me. Secondly, you know, you're right. The first person that should have been brought up on charges is Obama. First off, he should have never been elected, okay, because mm-hmm. he's not a birthright citizen of this country, all right? I have Charles's book. I went to the Red, White, and Blue Festival. I have the guy that wrote, I don't only have the historical and theological foundations of law, okay? Volumes one, two, three, and 4 um, that was written by John Ismore, who was there. Uh, I met Charles Kapowitz. I've met a whole bunch of people. You know, and he's the one that pulled out and showed Obama's birth certificate, the one from Kenya, interviewed people in Kenya and said, yes, he was born here. And then, of course, he, the mother married. And he is not also, he's not black. He is, His mother was white. So, to me, you got to say he's got to check other on the box. He can't just call himself a black man because his mother was white, you know? So it's other to me, all right? Mm -hmm. I agree wholeheartedly with you. And I may have had the 14th and 15th Amendment wrong and maybe the 15th and 16th or whatever, but that was still created by the banking system to protect the bankers, okay? Mm -hmm. And we have become a corporation, okay? That's why they don't want to acknowledge us. That's why we are underneath the Vatican control and underneath the England control with the War Powers Act of 1933. Now, maybe it went back further than that with Lincoln, but when Roosevelt did that in 1933 and Kennedy even realized that it was wrong and was going to repeal it after his trip back from Dallas, and we all know what happened there, Okay? Mm-hmm. Because and nobody else has since repealed it. So I do not disagree with anything that anybody is saying. There's just more information that I have become aware of working with Gold Star moms, working with Blue Star moms, working with head of militias, working with head of three percenters. My intel is really on target, okay? Because I've dug after that. I mean I ran across your show. I was just, you know, answering my Facebook thing and ran across the show I said it started at ten o'clock as you notice I called in late, okay? But I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Because everybody needs to realize the biggest thing we need to do in this country is unite. Okay? That's yeah. the only way we are going to stop this corporate hijack constitution. Okay, which is exactly what it is because it's, you know, I didn't ask for my state to be incorporated. I didn't ask for Social Security to be taken out of my check. I didn't ask for my governor to be the president of the corporation of my state, you know? Yep. I mean, you know, and the first thing he did here in Florida, and, you know, we have hurricanes and so forth, was sold the two planes. He's got his lure jet with his pilot on thing, and I have Doug and Doug and Doug to find to find out how much that's costing us as taxpayers here in Florida. And you can't find that information, okay? I'm going to find it. I mean, I, I'm not one to give up. I'm, I'm kind of like Christine and Susan and everybody else. I'm not going to give up. I will find it. And when I do, I'm going to land blast it. Plus, he owns four or five hospitals, which he transferred to his wife's name. Well, that's still in the family, you know what I'm saying, you know?
2: That's mm-hmm. coming
1: in with Obamacare, care, making a killing off of that and everything else, you know, kind of thing. But that's where we've been hijacked with the Constitution, with all these amendments upon amendments upon amendments. We take it back to the organic Constitution,
0: you
7: know, that's, where we that's,
1: have that's freedom right. of speech. Freedom and, being of
7: speech.
0: The, and being the resident environmentalist here, I always like things that are organic. Go ahead, uh, Sandy.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much for that because that's that's the way I feel, and that puts the um, author above all, which we all know that that is God, and that's the way. If you look Amen. at any, if you look at any paintings, when of George Washington and you'll see them kneeling down. And making prayers, you know, at the chair. Okay, you know, they may have been knelt down on the floor and and had their hair head bowed down to the chair, and they were praying before they did this because they knew what the government could do to us, and that's why they, when they wrote the organic original Constitution, it was for the people. Then it got waylaid into two to people, which is two to corporations, two, you know the electing a, a illegal immigrant president, you know, basically, and, you know, Congress not doing their job and I agree wholeheartedly with Christine. But as she said, they're not gonna do anything. You know, they're not gonna give up that money. They're not gonna give up that paycheck. They could care less about us. They're they're making, you know, the speaker of the house money and the presidential money. I wanna know how Obama's building a forty million dollar estate in Hawaii when he gets out of office on his presidential salary, you know? Well, well, because they
0: don't have to abide by the same insider trade. For one, they don't want to abide by the same insider trading laws that we have to.
1: Amen. You know, and it's just like our sheriffs. They don't realize they've taken an improper oath, okay, and they don't realize that. That's the whole thing that Christine is saying. We've got to wake everybody up, and I agree with it wholeheartedly, okay, in the immigration law. There's only one way you come in legally to this country, okay? And that is that you apply for it, you go through the process, and so forth. My son is working with a guy from Guatemala. He has been working on getting his citizenship for three years and finally had his hearing in Miami and is getting it, okay? But he did it the proper way. He can't do it now.
3: No, no, stop, stop. I don't want to stop you, Sandy, but whatever citizenship that they're doing now is all unlawful. The only way you can become a constitutional citizen, you have to follow the path of citizenship in the Constitution. It starts with Article 1, Section 9. It says... The states are in charge of immigrating people and importing them for work. So that means in order to be constitutional on the Homeland Security website, you have to be sworn in by a state. Now, they are allowing them to do what you're talking about. But when you read Homeland Security website, it tells you we may have to give you this type of citizenship. But it's not attached to the Constitution. It can be revoked. So he still ain't got no citizenship. Still ain't got it. Until well, we it, go back it, to
4: the
1: Constitution,
0: right, none
3: of
1: that's any good.
0: Hold on. One person at
1: time. We have to go back to the organic constitution. So that I
2: mean, no, no, right. not giving
3: nobody no citizenship because you can't do it now. all these okay, things, 50 a, years, for fifty years, the people who have gotten citizenship is in the same boat as the Haitians is in. Dominic Republic. They are revoking citizenship back to nineteen twenty nine because it ain't in their constitution. Even if you yes. were born there, we got to do the same thing in America until we get someone who is going to go back to the constitution on immigration. None of these people are citizens. We just they're just forcing this on us. Y'all I just okay, this is all of oh, I'm a mirage. It's all an opinion. It's for everything <laughs> everything you see doesn't really exist. If it ain't in the okay, Constitution, Chris, it does not exist.
0: Okay, Christina, at this time, uh, we do have Holly on the line. I, I told her I was going to oh, okay. uh, bring her in. So we're going to bring Holly back in, and then we'll uh, bring it back to uh, you, Harold. And then uh, Susan, we'll get you uh, back in. We'll you know bring things back around. We have about, uh, let's see, About 35 minutes, maybe 30 uh, minutes before I have to start uh, shutting things down. These are definitely one of those types of nights. uh, But I wish uh, The Barge Logic was a four-hour show. Because I have a feeling with uh, the great folks that we have on tonight, and I really appreciate all your contributions that you're making to the show. Um, We we definitely could fill up another hour. I'm sure we could, uh, uh, you know, even outside of this. And I do see, uh, Kelly, Uh, we will get you on the line as well. And that's our panelist, Kelly, uh, uh, waiting to get on. But first, uh, let's go ahead and bring in Holly. And so and what we'll do is we'll bring in Holly. And then before we bring it back around to everybody, I do want to bring Kelly in uh, since he is one of our panelists. So we'd like to hear from him, uh, especially as uh, one of our our constitutional scholar in the panel. And, of course, our uh, author of The Hidden Fourth Branch, which I brought up uh, earlier about the grand jury. So what we'll do is we'll bring in Holly, then Kelly, then we'll bring it back to you, Harold. And then uh, we'll bring it back around to uh, Susan, Sandy, and go from there. And so thank you very much, Holly, for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
7: Oh, I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Holly from the great state of Oklahoma. Um, I've been listening uh, for the last probably 30 minutes. Um, What exactly um, is there any pinpointed subject that you guys are – I mean, I've heard Obama, I've heard militia, I've heard immigration – what was the main point that we were talking about tonight, or did it matter? Well,
0: one of the main points uh, is you know we're, we're talking about presidential politics, presidential candidates, and, and, and what are we seeing today in this presidential election? Uh, are they, is it really focused on the Constitution?
7: Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, and I agree with. I heard someone earlier say, you know, he should be Obama should have been impeached. Congress should have done that, and I agree with that. And I asked my congressman at a town hall, you know, you got, you know, or maybe I stated it, you know, he needs to be impeached, and um, and so it is on Congress. And um, I don't understand, and that's the question I would pose to whoever was was speaking to that. Why do you think Congress has not impeached Obama? Personally. I think it's the color of his skin, even though he had a white mother. Um, And then you've got Hillary up there in the uh, debate last night. I'm a woman, and basically she's saying, well, you know, we elected, you know, a black guy, you know. Now it's the woman's turn. You know, that's what I hear her Mm -hmm. say. You know, and so Mm -hmm. now I don't think anyone's um, really paying attention to the Constitution. But anyway, that's my two cents. I'll listen in. Well,
3: well, Holly, I can answer your question dear. It's in the Constitution Article 2, Section 2, says each president is commander-in-chief of the armed forces and the militia, in that when he wears that cap, he's not the leader. He has to get permission from Congress to start anything. That's Article 1, Section 8. Clause 1 through 15. He did not get permission from Congress to do an executive order to bring five people here, let alone five million. He did not get an executive order to tell. The United States that he gonna steal their Social Security and give it to him. So as such, he stands to be court martial. I'd rather have a court martial than a impeachment too slow. Court martial he done right now. He has to be arrested on the spot. But you know, I'll tell you why they won't do it. I think they're scared. These y'all, I'm a black Republican, but let me tell you something. The black people are so stupid they can't even see that their unemployment has tripled in the eight years since he been there, and they still screaming about in Obama. They scared that these black ignorant people is gonna riot. I can't talk to them. They won't listen. They just they blinded by his color, even though Martin Luther King told him, don't judge a man by the color of his skin. So they pulled that trick. They told you Obama black right in front of your face and his mama white. And everybody screamed, out, oh, you're black. Oh, it's the stupidity. So I need you to start listening to the show every week, especially when I'm on there. And if you want more information, <laughs> you can give me a call at 954- 901 9755 Because I'm trying to start a national Constitution drive The same way that Occupy did Only saying we're not going to act a fool Like they did I'm going to show you how to do a petition Written all in constitutional clauses So they got to let you do it Then well, you I set have up to on... tell
7: you A little background go ahead, uh, go ahead, Holly. I did support Herman Cain um, And everything at one point, in it, uh, uh, at another time, I was up on overpasses um, after Obama became president. I can't even say it because he shouldn't be there
2: I to know. begin with.
7: I agree with that lady, too. But I was up there with my impeach Obama signs and my American flag and, and whatnot. So, but anyway, a gentleman, a black gentleman, uh, walked across one of the overpasses, and he, he just could not stop thanking us and he said he'd be there with us but he'd get called to Uncle Tom or, and it's really hard oh, for yeah. him to
6: yeah. understand That's right. that, That's right. you
7: know. So I know mm-hmm. what you you're saying. Hell. I know what you're saying. Well I just you to know, let her know I, I understand. Do, uh I hope you well, I listen to the
3: sure more often. I just gave you my phone number. There's so much we can do and when you find out the truth what the truth is, Holly Everything that you see is all a mirage. It's all the opinions of Congress and former presidents. Article 6, Clause 2 tell you that everything they do got to be in the Constitution. So what did they do? They took the Constitution out of schools 50 years ago, whereas in the 50s and the 60s, everybody knew it. And it was not a corporate takeover. It was a communist takeover. Then the corporation joined in later, but the original Blocking of the Constitution And making brainwashing People to think it's not there it Was done by Lyndon Bain Or by Existence Johnson And uh, Tripped Out O'Neill And Eduardo Solark They were the ones who started And Senator Joseph McCarthy He called all of them out As trying to start some communist movement And then he called out uh, The uh, newscaster that they had That kept putting all the propaganda Out there to support the communist agenda so this was started way before the, the the corporation didn't take it out to school it was the communist movement but it does benefit the corporation and anybody else who want to pull a trick like what they're saying about immigration they can't do this is all a federal invasion they can't do none of this stuff but since the people don't know anymore this right. is why it's so vital that right. we all learn how to file that type of petition. See, Holly, you don't even realize, do you know that Congress can be arrested by you?
0: No.
3: It's Article One, Section 6. You can call for your Congress person arrest when they get back to that state. All of these are the things that you're going to have on that petition. And when you... Do this if you when you get say a, like five or six thousand signatures, try to file in federal court. Even if they don't do it. By then, the press will know, and this will be out there. So the next time the congressional session comes for elections, that's how you challenge the people that's there. You get people who are willing to stand up with them petitions and say, I'm going to do everything this petition. That's how you challenge them. They're scared right now. Look, colleague, just about everybody in Congress knows me. They scatter Christine Tillman, all of them. I got two gold seals from presidents, all kind of congressional awards, and the Republicans want me to be on their side and continue to support them. But I told them that I can't do that. I'm going to be on the air tonight teaching people how to file a petition against you. I don't want to do it because I'm a top Republican, but as a top Republican, I got to tell them that they are not Republicans. Under the Constitution, in order to call yourself a Republican, it's Article 4. Section 4, Clause 1, it says you got to guarantee each state a Republican form of government, and that is Article 6, Clause 2, the supreme law of the land. Mm-hmm. Everything you write got to be in it. And if it's not in there and you don't nullify it, you can't call yourself a Republican. So these people that you think are Republicans ain't Republicans, no way.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, it's Christina, and at this point I gotta, I'm going to bring in Kelly. And then, unfortunately, okay. we are running out of time, so we're going to get Kelly in, okay. and then we're going to try to get a few more, uh, you know, a few more comments uh, from okay. Susan and Harold, and well, uh, and Sa- actually, we're going to have uh, Harold in, and then Susan and Sandy, and then, uh, but let's go ahead and bring in our friend Kelly. Thank you very much, uh, Kelly, for coming to the show. How are you tonight?
8: Hey, I'm doing well. Hey, uh, <clears throat> I'm really bummed that I missed the first hour and a half, I had a... Uh, some work to do, and then the client offered me some beer, and we ended up talking. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, look at this!" So, anyway, I'm, I'm going to listen to the podcast so I can hear the first. And and You're a Irishman. I can there.
0: understand that, uh, Kelly. Go ahead.
8: <laughs> do you know how many Irishmen it takes to? Do you know how many Irishmen it takes to screw a light bulb?
0: Oh, how many?
8: Uh, how many guys
0: in the house?
8: Uh, oh, two, one. One Irishman to hold the light bulb. The other Irishman <clears throat> to drink enough to make the room spin. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it is
7: Mark's large, like dark, dark, isn't it? <laughs> That's yeah, large, so large,
8: large.
0: dark for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs>
8: there you go. Well, I wanted to throw out something. that Just I, I, I have this ability to express what people are think, thinking and feeling, but can't put into words. What's going on right now with our <clears throat> Congress at a what twelve percent approval rating? Um they're not following the Constitution. Yeah, it's written. Yeah, it's clear. Why don't you spend time reading it every day? You're a congressman. No, they don't do it because they don't have the will to follow the Constitution. It is so frustrating. And then, of course, we try things like the grand jury we wrote a book about that. And Donald, I know, uh, Christina, that's how you and I met was through Donald there in Florida, Broward County. And it just a little technicality with his blunder, He didn't pay the court the filing fee that's why that went nowhere but there are efforts in so many aspects we're going to start to see good results it may take a year or two the next election round but we're going to start seeing results i mean when boehner is freaking out and he resigns why did he resign because he like wants to go out in a cloud of glory yes because he knew the votes were there to kick him to kick his ass out and then oh goodness let's have uh Let's have his little uh, crony come into place, um, MacArthur, I believe it was. Oh, whoops, whoop, sorry, not enough votes. We are McCarthy. making a difference, folks. Yeah, McCarthy. So he's not going to get in. Why? It's because there's too many conservatives and those who actually like the Constitution that are starting to get more in number in Congress. So our efforts are making a difference. It will take more time, but it will happen. Um Other than that, I'm just like, hmm, I should probably shut up so I can hear a little bit more of the conversation and then comment intelligently. So I guess that's kind of my short intro for the night.
0: Okay, well, we'll, what we'll do since uh, we've got uh, a good number of people on the show, which is great, and I really appreciate it uh, for folks uh, being with us uh, throughout the show. And, of course, uh, we'd like to have uh, you back on the show as well as uh, your friends. And so know, yeah, share the link with them so they can uh, come to the show and join us uh, whether it's listening uh to us beyond there, we'll give them the, the opportunity uh to be on and be heard as well uh so definitely folks who are out there, whether it's through an email or texting or facebook uh give them the link and so they can share it with other folks too uh so you know we can get this information out because we do need the masses, as we said, so let's go ahead and uh as I promised or I tried to at least. So let's bring Harold back in. Now, each person, unfortunately, I'm only going to be able to give, like, three minutes uh, to, you know, make some uh, some comments, maybe even some party comments, I to say, uh, for the evening. And then I'll have to, about five minutes to the hour, uh, close out the show, maybe six minutes before the, the top of the hour, close out the show. So let's go ahead and bring it to Harold and then Susan and Sandy, and then we'll try to bring it to a couple other folks if we can. Uh, But let's go ahead and bring it over to you, Harold.
6: Yeah, since I have three minutes, I'm going to have to move a little faster. You type in Sam, S-A-M-M, space, title, T-I-T-T-L-E, parentheses, your city group. And what we're looking for is uh, 478 cities. And you can have local discussions. Sam is uh, looking for the bottom-up information. So if you've got a solid issue and a solid solution, we're listening. Whether you, you shout or you uh, whisper, we're going to hear it, and then we're going to work on it. And uh, the objective for the greatest fraud in American history was done by 50 Democratic uh, operatives state captains that certified Obama as legal in 2012. In uh, 2008, there might have been a question, but in 2012 his citizenship was clearly uh, an objectionable statement, and that they certified him as being eligible to run in their state is a felony. And Nancy Pelosi and uh, Harry Reid are the other two arrests. There's 50 state Democratic Representatives that need to be arrested on felonies usually punishable about three years, and two federal candidates have certified the election as Obama as being eligible for the United states, and that was the biggest perpetrated fraud in our history
0: yep. well That's definitely and then, right. you know you have got the yeah you've got you've got you've got a couple more minutes if you like or another minute uh-huh. uh
6: okay uh. One of Sam Tittle's main mainstream uh, bedrock statements is equal rights for all and special privileges for none. That will be applied to the entire federal government, and you will get a smaller government and a smaller tax code. It's also a well.
0: Appreciate you coming on, Harold, and, and definitely, yeah. Something like, uh, you, you may also have some uh, connections with her, or at least you know her campaign or both, uh, for that matter. Uh, definitely would be very interested in having her on the show. Uh, so, yes, she or someone who represents uh, her or even yourself uh, can go to the contact page on the website and uh, or either through, through Facebook or what have you and uh, let me know that you'd like to uh, have her on or she'd like to have on. Uh, we'd definitely be you know, welcome to have her on to the show. And then next week we are covering the uh democrat debate uh but then after that uh, perhaps we can uh have her on so i'll uh, just keep me posted
6: uh, not a problem i still think you need to have a broader debate because quite frankly if sam fiddle and hillary clinton ever get in the same room sam will eat her for lunch there's no question oh
0: that would be awesome yeah that'd, that'd definitely be something to work on I, I i agree with you and so uh yeah let's work uh through that and i believe um you know we've got some mutual friends that we can uh, talk to with some contact information uh, offline, maybe not immediately after the show, but at least uh, in the ensuing days. So let's go ahead and bring it uh, back over to you, Susan. Uh, thank you very much. Go ahead.
4: Uh yes, um, I'm just going to give my minutes to whoever else you want to spread them amongst, like Sandy or whatever. But I would like Sandy and a few of the others to friend me on Facebook, should they choose. I'd love to have them in my group, um, and it's under Susan and Stephan, S-T-E-F-F-E-N dash Craft K-R-A-F-T. So I hope some of the other some of you will friend me, and then I add you to my political group. I would love to have it. And I do have a guy, um, another one that's running for. President too that I'll have to um, <clears throat> give you his name for this little debate thing you might set up. He's he's in the group too and he's a different president. So I've got a couple of them. Uh, well, so can't to... go ahead.
0: Well, I do I do want to give you about thirty seconds to do an uh, unabashedly shameful plug of your blog. <laughs>
4: Oh, the Granny Channel. I I sent it to you. uh, The Granny granny Channel, right? And you just kind of Google it and um, uh, .com. So, yeah, I'm working on another article right now on the preppers, you know, canning food. I'm going to do two or three parts to that um, survival stuff. And then uh, the third part will be how the government is going after people that try to do these things. So I've been struggling and working for that,
0: and it's hard when I have a job and all this other stuff. So. Def- definitely, folks, uh, check out uh, the 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 grannychannel.com.
4: Yeah, I think I knew it too. Right? Yeah. Well, and Channel. also,
0: folks, uh, you can see where she's. Uh, we had a feature show uh, with uh, Susan on ah, talking about uh an issue about uh, collecting your own rainwater. Uh and so uh she was our guest for that lemonade. night uh lemon that well,
4: lemonade fans and windshield.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so check that out, yes. Um, that is in our archives We talked about the lemonade stands and windshield So definitely uh, check that, uh, the podcast out Listen to that one as well And so uh, thank you very much uh, Let's go ahead and bring it back over to Sandy uh, Go ahead, it's yours As we say, the mic is yours And whoever gets some background noise uh, We can limit that, I appreciate it Go ahead, Sandy
1: Okay, I just want to make sure it's Susan S G E F F I N Dash K-R-A-F-T E N E N. I'm sorry.
4: E N no, E N E E N. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'll give you mine. You friend request me. Okay. It's Sandy S A N D Y, like sand on the beach with a Y. Last name is Fakira. F is in Frank. I C is in Charlie. A is an apple. R is in Ralph. A is an apple. Fakira.
4: Oh, boy. I'm in the car. Let me see if I can find a pen. All right. Okay. okay. I, just found, I just found one. So you okay. it to me again.
1: All right. It's yeah. Sandy. Yeah, right. And the last name is F as in Frank, I, C is in Charlie, A as in Apple, R as in Ralph, A as in Apple. Fakira. Got
4: it. Okay.
1: okay. Got it. All right um, The second thing that I wanted to do Was get um, yeah uh, um, can't, Christine's number again I got 954-9755 I missed the other three numbers Oh, oh 954-901-9755
3: okay. nine, 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 five, five. I do Thank one-on-one you. call-in Constitutional classes every day The first one who calls, it's only, you get 15 to 20 minutes,
1: and we do about three clauses. It's call-in. You don't have to pay for it either. It's free. Okay. Thank you. Well, and the other thing that I wanted to say, the definition, although I'm not a lawyer, but the definition of the maximus of law is you do no harm to others, you do no harm to their property, and you uh, follow all lawful contracts. And that's where we have a case in West Virginia that has West Virginia in default and dishonor right now. And it will take, once West Virginia goes sovereign, and they also have the Commonwealth added to their constitution, so it's been a little bit more difficult but um, <clears throat> to do that. But three Christian men started this. For the fourth time, one of them has been kidnapped slash arrested, okay, with the arrest having no address on it, the um, search warrant having no address on it, which I find that really strange, okay, but that's beside the point. Um, So I have a lot of information, too, and I have a lot of intel, but I will yield with that. I just wanted to make sure that, Susan, if you'll send me a request, um, since I didn't understand how to spell the name, and uh, we'll definitely call you Christine. And I appreciate everybody's opinion, okay? We all need to learn, we, and we all need to unite. And I'll leave it at that, and thank you very much. And God bless everybody.
0: Well, we appreciate you coming on, scene And, of course, uh, you're, you're welcome to come I back to you. our subsequent shows and uh definitely you know invite your friends uh over uh for them to listen to the show and uh participate we also have uh a chat where people can if they don't want to call in because they're shy or just don't want to be heard on the radio whichever uh we do have uh, a chat uh, that's also available here uh through blog talk radio and so uh, you can also uh check that out now the ch- um the chat actually ends with the audio at the extended period, uh, but at least the first two uh, live hours, uh, people can, you know, chat in there. And I do bring in uh, some comments from the chat into uh, the show. So folks uh, just want their comments uh, to be, uh, and then maybe just like their first name or something, what have you, or a nickname or whatever, uh, right into the show, then we or uh, have any questions, uh, we can do that as well. And so um, – that's something also to consider. And also, uh, you know, there is a, uh on-blog talk radio where you can follow the show. Uh, there's a little button that says follow. And also, we do have a page on Facebook as well as a group, and you can uh, ask to join the group. It's just a little group we've got. But uh, for both of them, you can just search uh, Bard's Logic Political Talk and uh, definitely can uh, like the page. I'd really appreciate that. And then, of course, uh, join the group, uh, and I appreciate that as well. And so we do uh, want to go ahead and bring things back to you, Holly, if you've got any uh, closing thoughts uh, that you'd like to uh, partake on us.
7: Go
0: ahead, Holly.
7: Okay. Um, no, I just want to thank you again, Robert, for um, giving us a way to uh, have these uh discussions and um really liked everything i heard tonight and um i was inspired by what i think is kelly you know talking about boehner stepping down and then mccarthy and and that you know sometimes you forget there's so much going on there's a little hope there we are making a difference so uh kudos to us for that and everyone who's who's out there trying
5: Uh, lots
7: more to be done and um and uh, again thanks robert for for having us
0: all. oh you're welcome and it's always good to hear from you, Holly. glad you have to back on now kelly uh we you've uh, heard some other things, and we want to go ahead and give uh, you the opportunity uh to uh give us some closing thoughts as well we We still actually have about um mm, about seven minutes before I have to uh close things out uh so go ahead, Kelly yeah. it's uh one of our panelists here uh As we say, as you know, you've got the mic. Uh,
8: Well, thank you, Robert. Hey, um, I think the lady who just talked earlier, she said one of our problems is we're not unified. I believe that was her. Um, I'm not trying to put that guilty party on the spot, but she nailed it. And I was watching a YouTube video, which I would hope everybody watches. It's called... uh, JFK to 9/11: A Rich Man's Trick. It was um, developed uh, and narrated by Francis Connolly. He is a British fellow, a British broke. Anyway, he nails <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. Oh, the oh, they're British with their fish and chips. All right. Anyway, um. Mmm. I get a, you got a British man. Anyway, he brilliantly describes a lot of the problems in America, which of course affects the rest of the world, and it's corporatism, and the mob, and watching this movie tw- uh, twice, it's three and a half hours, I, I watched it twice. Unbelievable. Um, they go through mechanized warfare, World War One, World War 2 military industrial complex, let's put money out of thin air, see the banksters make a lot of money, the military industrial complex make a lot of money. Congressmen make a lot of money. The whole thing, is just, it's ridiculous. But it, it, I, I can't believe how such a stunning job this guy has done. But there's one theme that I have seen. It's a theme that is absolutely stunning. And it comes down to one question. In the war for America, who is winning? And the answer is, those who are unified. And so, watching what they did and how there's eight shooters in the JFK situation, what happened here was murderous people. I mean, these are cold-blooded murderers. They were unified. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, yeah, Yeah, cold-blooded murderers were unified. That's how they have essentially succeeded in uh, almost taking over complete control of our country. JFK opposed it. He got killed. Now, we are stuck with little fine points of this or that or the, per- the candidate isn't perfect so we tear them to pieces. you got cold-blooded murderers who are unified. Why can't we figure it out that if we're not unified, our efforts mean nothing compared to these cold-blooded murderers who are unified? So your caller that, that called in, she, she nailed it. We are not unified. We're sitting on nitpicky things. We're fighting over scraps off the table when we could get the whole feast. It, 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 we need to be unified. I, I, she nailed it. Oh, and by the Thank way, the name of the movie Yeah. the, well, the, the name of the movie? My okay, YouTube JFK to 9/11: A Rich Man's Trick.
0: Hello? Yes, yeah. we're here. Oh, I'm Nine, sorry, I'm sorry. At JFK to 9-11, a rich man's qu- uh, trick. And so we do have a few minutes
3: Kelly. Will uh, you give for me you. Seconds? Our, Could I, our, can I have 15 actually, seconds? Actually, I'm bringing it over to you,
0: Christine, right?
3: Great, 15 seconds. Kelly, that Oh, Oh, you, you, you got more than that. I you know got a
0: couple you, minutes. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> I, I know what they told you. But that's not what really did it. What did it was when the Democrats took the Constitution out of the schools. You see, if we had still been following the Constitution, the immigrants wouldn't been here in the first place because they would have had to come under state law, and Congress would not have been paying for their education. They learned how to fly the planes right down the street from where I live, going south. Going north in Deerfield, all of us on the welfare living in Deerfield, Florida, because Congress brought them here and was paying for it, all of their expensive education. So you have to look at things another way. Why were they here in the first place? How did they get here? If we had been doing it under state power, I don't think that they could have done that one No, because it cost for a lot of money To educate those people To do it They were educated by congressional laws That are technically Like I told y'all It's all an opinion It's all a mirage What they were saying about Obama Everything he say is an opinion. It's a mirage. It ain't in the Constitution. And what the lady said about my case is lose, But I don't lose. They get it dismissed on immunity. That means they're guilty. When you go to federal court, the first thing you want to see the next day is an immunity dismissal. Now you can go out and say they're guilty. If you don't get that, if they dismiss it saying fail to state a claim, that could be a lot too. But that also means that they're not guilty. So you need that immunity dismissal, and you can take that on further, like I did with the city of Lansing, where they scared to see me again because they still owe me forty-five million on an immunity dismissal. You gotta pay at least five dollars. Some cash selling has got to be done. So I almost never lose. I go for what I want. I go for that immune dismissal, and I get it. And then I ain't got to type no more, because now I know you're guilty. I can write another case now about something else, like I did Obama and blocked him, And he ain't said the word immigrant since, because I put in there the court martial law. So now he calls it refugees. So uh, we are in a good spot now with people understanding we've got to unite. So what I'm going to try to do I'm I'm computer illiterate I'm going to try to get somebody to put an online petition I'm going to have to write it for you guys Because you don't know how to do it What it's going to be, I think most Petitions have to be 300 words or less We're going to use 300 words In the U.S. Constitution That will actually arrest Our congress people They will have to appear in court Or under some state tribunal For all this treason Stuff they're doing, like immigration Against the state, they're going to have to stop Invading us, but we've got to do Like Kelly said, we got to get you And the best way to do it is to get a national online petition that everybody can download and circulate it and get something. If if everybody in the country get 10 people to sign it, shoot, we can beat them because the word will be out there and the press will have to listen. See, right now, the little itty-bitty stuff we're doing, like Kelly's saying, this lack of unification, press ain't saying, oh, they ain't organized, even occupied. They, I don't know what their reason was, but they were arguing that, So they got pressed. The Constitution says we can do the same thing as they do. So uh, I'm going to find someone. I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to get that petition online, and uh, I'm going to print out some for myself, and I'll be passing out amongst the tea parties and everybody. And when they look in the constitution and see where everything and their petition is in there, I'm trying to get them some inspiration know that we can be saved. But we got to save ourselves. We gotta go back to the first three words. We the people, we got to save ourselves because there's no one in Congress gonna do it. And 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 Kelly, I just heard you say our Congress. Didn't I tell you we ain't got no Congress? It's an outlaw congressional regime. We lost Congress fifty years ago. Fifty years ago, what, they exiled the constitutional Congress into a cave along with the Constitution and put billions of words of lies. We ain't got no Congress. They are congressional regime. They outlawed. That, it's an outlaw an outlaw congressional regime. That's all we got and it does not belong to us. Do you hear me?
0: And we and we hear you, Christine. We really appreciate you coming to the show. We'll definitely we we'll have you on again. But unfortunately, uh folks for who the bell tolls, uh, is we only have uh the time for me to do our my closeout for the night. But I definitely want to thank everyone for coming in. So uh thank you Susan, Sandy, Harold, Holly, uh, of course Christine, Ed for coming in the uh, later on tonight, you, Kelly, uh, really appreciate uh, you guys coming to the show. Uh, definitely like to hear you guys come back uh, and do our uh, analysis and commentary on the uh, – I know it's going to make some heads want to blow up, uh, but on the Democrat debate uh, for next week. Uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, get uh, some other folks on, namely Harold, uh, to get uh, your friend on as well. And so we like to have her on. Uh, definitely check her out for Sam Tittle, get her on the show. I'd definitely like to hear from her. Um, And so, of course, folks, as I said, just share out the link to the people, uh, whether you do it on Twitter or Facebook, uh, for they can listen to the podcast uh, as well. That's one way we can uh, disseminate the information out to folks, at least uh, for what has been on the show. And so uh, we do look forward to next week, as I said, at 10 p.m. Eastern time, uh, and so that is every uh, Saturday. Definitely check out a couple things, namely the uh, Patriot Journalist Network at www.patriotjournalist.com. And also, folks, uh, we had on about three times a gentleman who's running for the governor of Kentucky. So if you uh, know anyone who's from Kentucky, uh, we've had Mr. Matt Bevan on the show. Uh, you can check out their archives and see him on here as well. Uh you could go to his website at and He's definitely a grassroots candidate, and we really support the grass here, grassroots here on Barge Logic. So check out his website. Donate if you can. Uh, if you, you're in Kentucky, you can donate time. Uh, do some work uh, for him. Uh, I know it's, we're kind of in the home stretch less than a month, and I know he's in a really tight race, so he's really going to need all the help he can get, um, or else you're going to see the uh, attorney general of Kentucky, uh, who he's running against, who, of course, is a, a politician already. Uh, then they'll end up being the governor of Kentucky. So if you work for Kentucky or, you know, whether you're listening live now or in the archives, uh, definitely check out Matt Bevin, uh Support him where you can and go to www.mattbevan.com And so I will end tonight, as I do every night, and check out her website, uh, and that is to hear the song from Aubrey Ashburn, and that's A-U-B-R-E-Y ashburn uh, A-S-H-B-U-R-N at com, where you can hear more of her music. So thank you very much, everyone, folks. Take care. We will see you next week, and good night. Good night. Good night. Good
7: night. Good night. Good night. All right, go ahead.